is coming down from the gallows and I don't have very Hello and welcome to episode 149 of the UK Steelers podcast. Joined as always by me, Simon Stanley. And we've got two co-hosts here, we've got Gavin Marshall and we've got Mike Farrell. How are you doing guys? Not too bad. 149, that's getting close to a big landmark. 150, that feels... uh, One of my buddies asked me the other day actually, are you doing anything for for 150? And I was like, "Uh, that would require prior planning. Yeah, well hopefully we've got my buddy Randall for a quiz, but let's see. That'll be good, yeah. Yeah. You know, famously the members of this show have not always been great at planning. (laughs) <laughs> um, that's why we brought Ketz on and where is he today? somewhere in London gallivanting no doubt on something not, you planned yeah. not helping us with uh, either the Hall of Very Good Draft what's this the Hall of Fame lobby draft or yeah. episode 150 so uh, making his money Ketz today which is nothing because we don't pay him um, welcome to the show everyone uh, n- not a, how, you do, well, how are you guys doing today? let's get into that I don't want to jump too too quickly into the news what we want to go real life or well, you can go real life if you want I mean where real else life. would you go the metaverse? existential yeah Spiritual, Ex- existentially, I mean, everyone's in tatters, I assume. Yeah, hanging by rags, it's, rags, just yeah. clinging on. Yeah, but that's like, why like we're Boris all Johnson. that's why we're all slowly disassociating. It's okay, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, Boris maybe should disassociate himself from the uh, the government front benches. I don't think he's going to do it. But feels uh, like he's just <laughs> sat in number ten with a pistol, sweating. Like, <laughs> is he actually going to pull the trigger or not? That's, that's how I feel like. <laughs> Who's in more who's in more bother? Him or the Browns GM that traded for Deshaun Watson? <laughs> or Simon Win Stanley who drafted Deshaun Watson and proclaimed at last my my quarterback problems are over. I'm gonna plead the permission to plead the fifth on that one. Lad. I did do that. <laughs> Guilty is charged in the third round. I was like bargain, two QB league, dynasty startup. I'll take I'll take the punt on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, what, what were you thinking? Oh, I go no. Deshaun Watson and I mean, Trey Lance. What, my, my... <laughs> what was I thinking? If I had to taken him, someone would have taken him like three picks later, a hundred percent. You know, we were right. at a different Whereas, stage in the in the whole trial back then. You know, true. Whereas the guy that savagely just slid in the twentieth round and picked up Jacoby Brissett is now laughing. Well, I don't know about that. That wouldn't be laughing too hard. Okay. Anyway, we've gone down the rabbit hole. We have gone down the rabbit hole. This is why we don't do it. Okay. Episode one four nine. We're gonna do the. Uh, we did it a couple of weeks ago. We did the Hall of Fame lobby draft for the offense. We had fun doing that. Uh, Mike wasn't here. We had Ketz, who famously took Julian Edelman in the the first pick of the second <laughs> round. Um, first receiver off the board. <laughs> Old. We got Mike here, so I'm sure he'll bring some hot takes. To be honest, this week I think it's gonna be me with the hot takes because uh, I'm gonna struggle with this one a bit more in the offense, but. Uh, before we get to that, I think we got to talk, and, and you know, time is on our side this week because there's really no Steelers news to talk about. We got to talk about Baker, who uh, mere hours ago was traded to the Carolina Panthers for a conditional fifth round pick. Um, not Steelers news, but you know, Baker got a special place in Steelers fans' hearts. Uh, what do we think of this? I mean, I think the Panthers just got way better. Oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. this is a move I was kind of expecting for a while. Yeah, them are the uh, Seahawks, right? It felt like the whole time. I just felt like I just couldn't see yeah. Baker in in Seattle. I just oh, felt I could, like Pan- that, dude. Could I you? could. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because him and Russell Wilson are both short, but <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> Little kind of irate dude. I don't know. I, 
it, feel, it feels like so much of it was probably the contract talks. You know, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever team was talking to Cleveland was, how much money are you willing to bite um, on this year for us to take him off your hands? Um, and the conditional fifth is 2024. Wow. It's not next year. That's crazy. It's actually less than uh, when, you, when you say it's the next year, you know, two years down the road. It's actually less than what the Steelers got for Josh Dobbs off the Jaguars in 2020. They <laughs> <laughs> got a fifth round like, in, the, in the next draft. So this is actually they're saying he's less valuable. I guess I guess this was the Panthers game, right? It was just wait and wait and wait. Let yeah. the situation develop. It it was increasingly clear that Baker was just never going to play again for the Browns. That relationship was over. So just, you know, wait until the value drops and you can get him for nothing. I I've got to be honest, this this Baker Mayfield devaluation. I mean, listen, we have never been huge fans of Baker Mayfield in the show. You know, we we advocated for the Browns paying him for that exact reason, right? But I think this sort of thought that Baker Mayfield just became completely valueless, got a little bit out of hand. I don't think it really says a lot about Baker Mayfield. I think it says more about the supply and demand of quarterbacks in the NFL, right? I mean, 30 teams had their room sorted was the issue. So there just what, wasn't a, a market for him. What do we really think led to the downfall of Baker at the Browns? Is it is it the, the leadership qualities? Is that what it is? Because he, he had some good games, right? He had some moments. Mm. It, it was a double-edged sword, wasn't it? Particularly last year when he played hurt. In, it, it'll be one of the opinions that he ripped rip himself off. And because he wasn't 100% fit, he didn't play very well. And then, you know, there was the talk of, well, we're, you know, we're going to back behind you and we're going to support you and, you know, you're our guy. And then all of a sudden it was, oh, yes, first round picks. Yeah, we don't need them anymore. Send them to Houston. It, it's, mm. I, I don't think the organization, organization really helped him out in any regard. And who, and I don't know, I don't know the answer to this. Who was the person whispering in his ear saying, look, I know you're, it was a shoulder, wasn't it? It was a yeah. shoulder in yeah, that yeah, was bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Who was the one whispering him saying, look, you know, that shoulder injury you've got, and you know, the contract that's due probably very, very soon, not probably, but very soon. Maybe stick yourself on ice for, for, for the year and call it a day. But who was the one saying, no, play through that? Was that his, couldn't have been his agent. Because no, no agent signing you off for that because they want their payday. Was that yeah. the club? Was that him as the, you know, trying to perceive what he did previously as the as the the alpha dog and all that sort of it was it him saying no, don't worry about that injured, she injured. I can continue on playing, and um, that's cost him a fortune. I think it's kind of the guy he is, right? But I also think he strikes me as the kind of guy who wants to be uh, the alpha dog, but maybe isn't. Like you know, we it's easy now to look back and blame the Browns completely, and it, I mean it is gross mismanagement from the Browns, all of this, but. You know, you got to remember that the, the teammates in, in Cleveland didn't like Baker, apparently. That was what a lot of the reports coming out were. And, you know, there's the adult at the room comment that's now infamous. Mm. So there was definitely whispers, for, you know, in terms of Baker's conduct that, that weren't glowing. So I, I do think it's it's there's definitely fault on both sides. But I, I don't know. You, you, I mean, it's hard to look back and not have some... I mean, it's hard to have sympathy for a multi-multi-millionaire, right? But, you know, in, in the world that we live in... Some element of sympathy for Baker Mayfield and the way this went down, right? But I, I'm, I just live for the week one matchup now with the Panthers and the Browns. Oh, I mean, that is just gold. Gold. That should be in prime time, guys. Get it on. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Are we to six p.m. Back yeah, then. they are as well. Yeah. Mm, I mean, I'm gonna have to watch that buy game, a second. Dude. Yeah, am I gonna have to buy a second TV? Sorry, I'll come around to your place. Sure. Yeah. We'll, five. Yeah. You update me on the Steelers game. I'll be hooked on Baker versus yeah. Browns. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll be crying in the corner. Um. Just, just a thought on on dollar. Uh, the Panthers are paying him five million, and the yeah the Browns are paying him ten and a half. 
I mean, I, I tried to concisely sum this up on Twitter, but how do you go from uh, first having the first overall pick? Forget who you're going to take, right? You've got the first overall pick four years ago, and in four years you've turned that into a conditional fifth, and you're paying for someone else's quarterback. And you've got a suspended player, and you've got a 35 year old GM who doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> they're, they're potentially just looking here at a, a, t- a tweet from Andrew Brand. If Deshaun Watson doesn't play this year, they're potentially paying fifty-six and a half million pound uh, million dollars to two quarterbacks that aren't playing next year. Love it. Inject it into my veins. Well, yeah. I mean, there's there's times where you can feel like you can gloat, and this is perhaps one of them. But but maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. Let's let's wait and see. I'm going to do it. I famously gloated okay. early many times before, and I'm going to continue that trend. Early early gloater <laughs> yeah. over there. Yeah. Just while we're on, on Baker, another interesting thing was the. Uh, the, the thing that he could never get any kind of connection with Beckham, mm. right? Which was kind of weird, wasn't it? Because Beckham, you think, you know, great receiver, you'd always want to look for him. So, do we think he's a, you know, how's he? How what, what do we think about his chances in Carolina? I mean, I know they're better than they were with Darnold or whatever, but do you think he's going to have problems? Like, is he going to have issues feeding McCaffrey? Or, or I don't know, man. I, mean, I, like, I think DJ Moore is more his speed. Like, his, I think they'll get on. And so he could actually be. Yeah. Good for Moore. Yeah, I think so. Well, better than Darnold. Yeah, because Moore's been, I mean, I'm, you know, as a fantasy player, he's been kind of disappointing the last couple of years. Not lived up to his uh, billing, really. Is he really? A... I don't have him rostered on anywhere, I don't think, but I always hear that he's like quite consistent, is he not? Yeah, he's a talented player. He, he just, oh, yeah, he's a player, yeah, but I mean, from fantasy. He's been capped by a poor QB play. So yeah, is, is, that, is this going to help him or is it going to hinder him? I can't really work it out yet. Just, just, uh, Social media corner for a second. Um, just reading out a tweet. That's some, uh, sorry, an Instagram post. Oh, thank you. Uh, Ian Rappaport, the most likely landing spot for Baker Mayfield is, a, is the Carolina Panthers. The first comment below is from Robbie Anderson saying, No! Is it really? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> when was that? Um, don't know. Sorry. Uh, April. April. Wow. Robbie Anderson so, um, is a meme in himself, isn't he? I mean, what is that guy doing? Yeah, I think he does improve them. I think the issue is uh, run CMC staying healthy and what that O-line's going to look like. Mm. You know, because they have got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. There's, there's gen handy, handy enough pieces there. You know, they're probably not going to win. Or yeah. you know, they're the lowest of the four in the um, in the division potentially. But there's there's a there's a handful of pieces. There's a great uh, that's a great point, Mike, because I've just realised that he's played behind a pretty good O line the whole time, hasn't he? Since he's coming yeah. into the league, so it's a big step down for him in a lot of ways. So that could be trouble for him. I mean, he's a player that sort of likes to throw on the move and get out of the pocket anyway. But he could see even more of that. Could he turn into a scrambling nightmare? So that's interesting. Yeah, potentially. Remember, Sam Donald had the most rushing touchdowns through the first four games last season. Baker Mayfield better on his feet. Yeah, but he's more of a rollout kind of guy rather than a running for first downs, isn't he? He's more of a sort of naked boot dude. So we can see, but I don't know if they have the receiver that can. They don't have a sort of you know receiver like a Tyreek Hill guy that's going to get open downfield, do they? I'm not sure. DJ Moore's that's not his game. Robbie Anderson. Anderson. (laughs) Is it Robbie Anderson? He's he's like just a burner. Not a sort mm. of backyard ball type. Maybe, maybe it is more. Maybe he can. It's just not been asked to do that so much. It, uh, is, right. Do you think DJ Moore's better than uh, than DJ? Different kind of player. 
I just wondered where you fell on that. That's all. But I, I just think I think DJ Moore's been hampered. As I said, I don't think we've seen the best of him. I think he could be. I think he's. You know, he, he could be a kind of Jamar Chase type. I mean, maybe not as. I think I'd take more in that. Is, is why I ask, but mm. I think it's close. It's 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 certainly close. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just had a quick look at their roster now. Um, size favorite Tommy Tremble. Oh, absolute legend! I mean, t- t- talk t- about t- Titan t- t- breakout coming. Mm. Go pick him Shy up. Smith as well. Shy Smith, of sure course, guy. yeah. Wow, where's, where's he on the depth chart now? Wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but this, I mean, it, it's yeah, it's, it's the O line because they're they should work on a on a run first hmm. setup. I mean, like McCaffrey, Hubbard, even Dante Foreman is a decent short short down back. They should be oh. a run first team. Is he reunited with Rashad Higgins? Who's there? Forgot about that. Yeah, they've also got a wide receiver called Charleston Rambo. What a wicked Brilliant. name! A twenties dance yeah, and an eighties action hero, all in one. What were we saying? Yeah, he's a rookie out of Miami. Oh, awesome. him in the draft stuff. Did you? I, I didn't watch him. Was he good? Probably not. I think I prefer the name. Um, yeah. The second great name, Andrew Parchment. I don't know. There's a, there's a pun I'm desperately trying to pluck out at the back yeah. of my head. And just, scroll, it down. just scrolling through. Yeah. Scrolling through. Thanks, yeah, Gav. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Terence Marshall is the guy we've not talked about. I mean, yes. he's, well, I was pretty down him? on him. Well, I was down on him. You you liked him, didn't you? I think I was kind of in in the middle. I didn't yeah. I didn't love was, him, but yeah, tough was, for him, wasn't it? Yeah. Wide receiver tree behind um, Chase and Jefferson. So he was yeah. always going to be. The, you know, the afterthought. Um, he had 17 catches last year. What happened to him? Was he injured? Just couldn't separate. Didn't, I don't, I don't know if he could in. see the... Yeah, he just couldn't, couldn't see the field, couldn't get, get any ball. Yeah, it's just not sure he's got it. Well, well I was down on it. So I'm just, I'm just doing my own confirmation bias there because I was out on it. <laughs> this is what Gav does. Gav shows up with player, says he had X view on player, and then says everyone else had the opposite view with no knowledge of what they actually thought of them. Damn. That's basically my tactic. <laughs> Right, anyway, this isn't uh, Panthers UK podcast. Is that a thing? Does that exist? Let us know. If I don't know. Um, so we'll move on. But uh, good, good luck to Baker, and uh, I hope he absolutely demolishes the Browns oh. in week one. It's just a shame it's in Carolina, dude. If that was in Cleveland, oh boy. Yeah. So let's have a look. Sorry, one last thing. We looked at the, uh, the odds last week of the Browns finishing last. And it was, uh, oh no, it was Browns were almost three to one to win the division, which is ahead of the Steelers. Surely this has got to sink their chances to below the Steelers. Surely. I mean, nobody thought he was playing before this. Well, there was still doubt. No, I think there was doubt. And I guess, I guess it hinges on the Watson thing, but sh- like, that's not. <laughs> no one <laughs> thinks Watson's going to play a, a down well, of football this year, do they? I don't know, actually. I mean, I've mentioned this before. Sorry, go on, Mike. Oh, no, I've mentioned this before to you, haven't I? That I put a few bets on early doors. Yeah. Of the order of the NF, uh, the AFC North. And uh, when was it? Let me check, let me check, let me check. 2nd of April, I put a bet on for the for the order to go Ravens, Bengals, Steelers, Browns. Right. And that was 40 to 1. I think that's pretty likely. In a lot of ways. Well, it, it is now, yeah. I sort of got in early on the presumption that he was going to be off off for the year. I mean, I don't think he can even get odds for that anymore. Um, are they still... Is there still odds for him to be last in the division? I'm trying to find out. 
I mean, because when, when we were doing the schedule, they, they hadn't even released odds for the Browns because they're still waiting for the hearing. I think we've mm-hmm. got to we've got to pump the brakes a little bit on the idea that no Baker equals the Browns collapsing. I mean, the Browns have still probably got a stronger roster than the Steelers, and we have a rookie QB. You think so? Oh, Mr. I don't Risky. think so. What that they have a stronger roster? Yeah, I think they've gone backwards. They've lost. They've, they've lost players. I'd need to sit game. down and properly look at the Browns roster again, but just from who I'm thinking about, I would say it's. It's. I don't know, Mike. What do you think? I'm feeling like maybe they do. I'll just read you their starting line. Okay, yeah, okay so, <laughs> so we've got uh, Watson slash uh, Brisket Brissett slash Josh Dobbs. Then obviously you've got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. All right, that's strong. And you've got Amari Cooper. All right, that's, that's that's decent skill, like sort of elite skill players. There. Well, I'll tell you what, let's, yeah. let's let's quickly do this, right? As you read the position groups out, let's just quickly say, do we think they're better, worse, or roughly the same as, as our position group, right? So running back, I, mean, I, I want to almost, I mean, Nick Chubb probably is better, but but let's call it a push. We've got Najee. Yeah. Um. So where were you, receiver? Yeah, receiver. Well, I'd say, is it a push? I mean, well, maybe Chubb, not. Yeah, Chubb is probably well. equal to Harris, but they've got Hunt, which yeah, as a, yeah, you're yeah, right. They, yeah, they have a better pass, running back pass group. Yeah, yeah, they'd probably push, give it edge them. Okay, receiver, Amari Cooper, Donovan Peoples Jones, <sighs> and Dave, David Bell is their yeah. kind of projected starters. Nice now stuff. I think Steelers is better than that. Yeah, okay, even. Cooper might be better than any individual player on the Steelers, but yep. the three that the Steelers can put up trumps that, in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. Uh, starting tight end would be David and Joku. I mean, yeah, I'll take me good that. athlete, but I feel like I, I maybe it's just you know one year of Pat. I'm, I'm sure we're all on board with Pat, but I don't know. I, that's that's a tough one. We could say that's a push as well. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. I would take Muth all day, but yeah, I understand that the you know it's limited. Uh... And then the O-line, obviously, the Steelers' O-line sucks compared to the Browns. Don't go yeah. there. Don't go there. <laughs> They've got Jedrick Wills, Joel Batonio, Nick Harris at centre, Wyatt Teller and Jack Conklin. Obviously, that's a far superior yeah. O-line. All right. So it's fair to so, say the O uh, is, a, is like kind of you know half a one, half a dozen the other, right? Is it, who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, interior defensive line. Jordan Elliott, Perry and Winfrey. Question mark. Yeah, I mean, we'll take that all day, yeah. Yeah. So I'll take, we're taking Cam and Alu Alu and... Yeah, yep. I'll take that easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, Joby, right? Ogunjobi, yeah. Uh, on the edge, they've got Garrett and Clowney, and we have got Watt and Highsmith. Yeah, mm, I'd say that's. that's sexy, I think, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good battle there. I mean, I think actually that, that matches up quite well. They've got you know out out mm. pass rusher and kind of have set the edge, kind of you know decent run block, you know run stuffing edge dude. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe not the pass rusher on the other side. So they're both equal. Yeah, let's do this push on that, yeah. Although we have yeah. a better overall player. Uh, linebacker, <laughs> they've got JOK and Anthony Walker. I'll take them. Yeah, I mean, JOK pushes them over. Yeah, it probably would. Yeah. Bit of projection. Yeah, and then cornerback. Okay, the cornerbacks are looking to... Really, cornerback. Really yeah, nice yeah. for them, yeah. Denzel Ward, yeah. Greg Newsom and Greedy Williams. All right, probably take them. And then safety, John Johnson, Ronnie Harrison and Grant Delpit. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm happy with Minka. Minka. I like Minka, but then, so what? Let's say Minka and, and John Johnson are equal then. So that, Ronnie Harrison is a pretty good box safety. I'd say he's probably. You uh, reckon Minka, John Johnson? Well, I'm just saying if he's their number one headliner, I'm just saying, uh, you know, versus each other. So Minka versus. Okay, yeah, yeah. Probably Minka probably takes that, yeah. But John Johnson's pretty good. 
Ronnie Harrison versus Terrell Evans, probably give that to Ronnie Harrison. And then Grant Delpit, whatever. He can go away. I don't like that guy. So again, I mean, it kind of feels like it's a little bit up in the air back and forth, but the cornerbacks are just in a different stratosphere. But then you could argue our wide receivers are in a bit of a different stratosphere, although mm. I think Amari Cooper saves them a little bit. But he's a sneaky Jenga piece, right? As Dave Damishat used to say, he, if he goes down, they have nothing. So, Zero. No, they are struggling. So, Absolutely nothing. I think it's fair to say that these rosters are pretty close in terms of. Yeah, so then it comes down offer. to the QB. Hmm. And, you know, we've got what? Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky against Jacoby Brissett and the, the ether- ethereal presence of Deshaun Watson and, you know, 48 massage therapists. And the rocket man, Josh Dobbs. I mean, <laughs> give me give me, give me me the Steelers QB room, Just, unless it's Watson. But, I mean... Is there anywhere that you would pay more to be a fly on the wall in the NFL right now than the Browns QB room? I, I just want to see how Josh, da- Josh Dobbs interacts with Deshaun Watson. I want to see it. I want to see what the conversations are like. That's the hard knocks that I want. Yeah, that would be good. I don't know. I, 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 it's such a weird case, isn't it? I mean, have we talked about it? The, we don't. Yeah. It's so icky. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of weird because it's not. I mean, it's gross and it's, you know, horrible. But it's not like some of the other things where it's actually like Greg Hardy or whatever, where it's, you know, okay, that guy's gone. Like, he can't play another game of football from what he's done. I think... This is like... I hear what you're saying. You know, it's not the Ray Rice thing. You know, it's not yeah, even it's... a Joe Mixon thing, right? But but what I will say is that... Oh, well, maybe it is. But what I'm saying is, two things can be true at the same time, right? What Deshaun Watson has done, evidently, is awful. And, you know, I, I, I'm crying no tears for his relative suspension to anyone else's. Uh, but I do also think that, you know, just, just in terms of how lucky he is to how unlucky he is, he is a victim of the time that this has come out in, you know? Uh, things aren't the same at the same place in terms of, uh, you know, how we view these kinds of things as they were 10 years ago. You know, Me Too has happened since then, um, you know, quite rightly, and, and these things have changed and these things are taken more seriously than they probably would have been when the Ray Rice thing happened, and, you know? So... That's- Take, I mean, that's Ray Rice never played another down of football, man. I mean, that well, yeah, maybe that's a bad example. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I, I'm just comparing the different, you know, types of. Yeah, we're talking about yeah, Kareem yeah. Hunt, Tariq Kareem Hill. Hunt, yeah. these, these guys, Joe Mixon, like you said, these guys have all had, I would argue, less, less prolific, but more serious incidents. Greg Hardy, mm. you, know, you know, physical violence inflicting pain on someone. But then yeah, this, I, this I don't know. Bad. I mean, where are, are we? Are we right in that? Magnitude as well, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, he's if he's done this kind of thing, and, and you know, you know, potentially forced himself on on women, you know, are we? Are we? Can you even say that that's not as bad as as you know, Joe Mix? I mean, it, maybe we're getting down a stupid road of trying to dictate what's worse out of two different crimes, but mm. uh, yeah, let's not go down this road. No, it's, <laughs> we're opening up three men discuss you know yeah. this issue. It's maybe yeah. not the best. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Mm. But, but I think it's it's clear that everyone thinks Deshaun Watson piece of shit. Uh, Joe Mixon's comeback, so it's fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Ray Rice, what is it about on. these AFC and, and you know, don't 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 want to bring it up, but what is it about these AFC North teams that seems to attract? Well, I guess it, I, you know, but there's lots of players come through the NFL, and there's always going to be bad guys, and sure, you know, we have to live with them. But for, mm-hmm. you know, for every Deshaun Watson, there's three Cam Hayward, so it's not good. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's get off that. Gab, always taking me down dark alleyways with these things. 
Well, I like to walk on the tightrope. Yeah, you do. But... You do. I'm very sort of, uh, you know, anti kind of any <laughs> difficult conversation. Like <laughs> on the platform. But uh, not Gav. Gav, what's the challenge? The big issues. He's been listening yeah. to LBC. I like to be. A, I like to be. You know, try and push to be a little bit controversial here. You know, <laughs> hot take artist. I don't know if it's hot takes. It's like talk about things which are difficult to talk about. Uh, right. Okay. Hall of Fame lobby draft. Defense. We're going straight there. Let's do it. Let's go because we've got no more news to talk about. There's nothing going on with the Steelers uh, okay. in the deep off season. So let's jump into it. So do you want to give us a rundown of how we're going to do this, guy? Yeah. So if you uh, were listening a couple shows ago, this will be familiar. But if you weren't. Go back and listen to that and come back. Give those guys a pause and welcome back. Okay, so <laughs> um, we are going to draft a squad each of players that we think will be going to the Hall of Fame. And to set that parameter, so they, they can't be in the Hall already, obviously, and also they can't be too young, so therefore too much of a projection. All right, do we need to have the Patrick Mahomes discussion again? Or I think we, we do, move on from yeah. That? Not, okay. not about wanna... Patrick Mahomes, but about any other players that may be considered. No, do, do we need to reflect on... Many listeners wrote in, tweeted complaints that in the offense version of the show, Sai drafted Pat Mahomes, who was only 26, which was a clear break of the rules. And we talked about this last week, didn't we, actually, thinking about it. Uh, so maybe it's fine. But there's there's no there's no get out here. There's no let out. There's no yeah. there's no one can take TJ Watt here because that's he's the 27. example. Yeah, that's the example. Yeah. He's one year under the the limit, and he's probably the closest guy to the Hall of Fame under 28. So yeah, he's he's no, so nobody's is okay under 28. And th- there are a few options. Like there was a few at 26, 27 where I was like, oh dude, these guys yeah. would be better than some of the guys I have on my list. But yeah. Mm. Uh, but it's just a fun opportunity to talk about some old players and some names. And uh, it's a shame Rich isn't here for this because I'm sure he'd bring up some some old dudes. But uh, yeah, so let's get on. So we've got a list of things. We're going to do, what is it, three interior defenders, mm-hmm. five pass rusher types. So DNs slash edge slash outside linebacker, three inside linebackers, four cornerbacks and two safeties. Because there's not that many safeties, actually. Safeties seem to... Yeah, I found DBs to be the hardest group to to find a lot of names for. I found, I don't know if you agree with this, at cornerback, if you were like a good cornerback in the last like few decades, you were in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Like it wasn't like every other list where there was like lots of gaps on the the Hall of Fame tracker between guys that were in, weren't in, in the top like 50. It was literally every cornerback was in. Well, it's tough to be a good cornerback. Well, yeah. Right. Okay, I'm going to do the the, uh, toy and cost. Um... (laughs) Right. Uh, so, uh, who pick, pick a number? Coin. <laughs> yeah, three-sided coin. Uh, Mike, pick a number between one and three. 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 Sorry. Uh, uh, two. Right. One, two, three. I'm one. Uh, size two. Mike's three. I got it. And Gav starts. And the answer is one. It is not. <laughs> There's no way. It is. I'm sorry. It is. And the next one is two. What is this? It's, just, so it's not a dice this. roll, it's just an order. All right, okay. Fine. <laughs> you know, so Gav went first on the offense draft, Mike. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> okay, I'm really sorry. That was, was uh, just how it happened. We're only messing. Yeah, it's okay. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay, and I think it's an get... interesting one because I think there's sort of top guys, almost all the positions that you could argue here. So. Mm. Mm. Now, the obvious choice here would be Aaron Donald. 
But as this is a Steelers show, Ooh. I'm going to take no. Cam Hayward. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I, well, hang on a minute. Well, let's Whoa. let's back up really far. We cannot go after Kets for drafting Julian Edelman. <laughs> what? Four. And you're you're taking who? Cam Hayward. You think Cam Hayward number one overall? Yep. Yep. I mean, listen, you're not going to find many bigger fans of Cam Hayward than me, but of all of the non-Hall of Fame defenders... <laughs> he might not even be the highest Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking him because I know that you two guys would. And I, uh, this is a Steelers show, and I want Cam Hayward on my team. So there you go. Gav's playing games again. Oh, okay. But I think, okay, Ketz, yeah. I think Ketz is well within his rights to be upset at that. I don't think it's ridiculous. Ooh. I don't think it's ridiculous. I think Cam Hayward is a Hall of Fame. We, we've talked about a good all-round guy. You know, There's some other players. There's some players here later on that I'm going to want to take but have checkered pasts, and I'm not sure they should they should be included. <laughs> but um, one, one, one of whom serving 20 years right now. But um, <laughs> Cam, all-round good guy, you know, Steelers legend. Let's have him. So, yeah, he's number one pick. I think he deserves to be number one pick in this. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so I have the number two pick, which is convenient, uh, because I will be taking Aaron Donald. Thank you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That would have this been the first like pick too. 20... Yeah, this feels like the actual NFL draft, does it not? It does, yeah. I mean, I was fully prepped <laughs> there for like my second pick. I was looking at like between three other guys. I was like, hmm. And uh, yeah, Gav just goes and shocks me. So, Mike, you're up on the turn. Okay, do I... This is me... Uh... Snake draft, or I got yeah, two in the bank? Yeah, two in the two in the chamber. Yeah. Definitely a snake. Okay. Which I was um, in the middle of last time as well, by the way. This is strange. Ridiculous. I need to double check that this dice rolling thing actually does not just <laughs> sequentially. <laughs> just does what you say, Gav. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Even exists. Yeah. Okay, I am going to start off on edge and take JJ Watt. Nice. Okay. I tell you what. Having the double pick is tough that because is nice. I, no, it is. But there are so many players. Yeah, okay, so. no. Um, give me shut down corner, Revis Island. No, oh, yeah, another guy. I was hoping no one would take him. Yeah, no, that was going to be my no. number two overall. If you took Aaron Donald, <laughs> it was when I when I put my list together. He was number one on the like the cornerbacks. I don't even need to research this one. Revis Island, he's on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight straight off the bat. So right. I was talking about, you know, the how all the cornerbacks were in the Hall of Fame thing. On the um Pro Football <coughs> Hall of Fame monitor, the defensive backs, there the entire first page is in the Hall of Fame, except Darrell Revis. Mm. Yeah. He was though, it is prime for the Jets. He was legit. I've I've Is there a corner we've seen? Well, certainly since I've been watching the NFL, that you just didn't bother. No, no, not him. He was sensational. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, he, he pretty much got that Jets team into the playoffs, didn't he? And it was always just a, just just absolutely elite for a long time. Yeah. And if you got the balls to call yourself Revis Island. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and pick up Luke Keekley. No, that's not oh, great pick. pick. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. One of my favourites. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, captain of the team. Okay. Mm. You know, he's only 31. I know, he could mm. still be playing. Same as concussions got to him at the yeah. end, wasn't it? Yeah, they were brutal when you saw him on the sideline mm. getting getting emotional. Yeah. They, yeah. they were tough to see. 
Ooh, this is tough, actually. Hmm. Now, now, now. Who do I take here? It's just, just difficult to know. It's such a difficult game, isn't it? It it's is. Like, where, mm. where do so I, many where, options. And then there's the theory of it, yeah, like who yeah. will be gone by the time it gets back because it's only two yeah. picks away. I think there's one one cornerback that's close to Revis. Mm. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. him, and that's Patrick Peterson. Like, oh, what, no. What a man corner he was. Uh, still is, but not a kind of shadow of his former self. Uh, right, okay. And then pick two in this. Ooh. Let me see. Uh, I'm going to take a guy that I really, really like. And... Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Whoa. Do you think that's too early for Mack? You are reaching in a fuego. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. I just love the the way he plays the game. Mm. And, and and to imagine as well, he came from the University of Buffalo mm. and was what the seventh overall pick. He's he's been incredible since day one. Yeah. He's, he's 31. I think it's, his career's just flown by. It, it has, mm-hmm. uh, Well, probably because he got wasted when he got traded to the Bears. Yeah. Um, he, he had some great years at the Bears, though. Yeah, but you just don't mm. hear about it. It's like, like yeah. a lot of these great players that are on teams that don't do anything. It's, yeah. Totally agree. Okay, back okay. to me. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I hate only having one pick. <laughs> <laughs> I will go with Von Miller. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. Makes sense. Go edge. First edge that I've, I've taken. Yeah. So that's three edges gone. JJ Watt, Von Miller, Kim. And, and they're the arguably the best three edges that are towards the end of their careers that we've got to see from, from essentially start to finish of their career in terms of when Gav, I know you've followed NFL longer than Sinai, but certainly the last eight years, those are the three yeah, yeah. cornerstones, aren't they? Yeah, Von mm-hmm. Miller and Aaron Donald, definitely. Guys that I associate coming in at a similar time as me and mm. dominating. Um, sorry, who's it next? Mike. Uh, it's Mike. Uh, me, I'm going to... Okay, question, lads. If it wasn't Darrell Reeves, who was the number two cornerback of the last ten years? Patrick Peterson. I've already taken him. Ah! <laughs> Richard Sherman. Oh, no, oh, I didn't think you'd Sherman. do it. I'm, I didn't think you'd do yeah, it. Yeah, I've... Him and Terrell Rivas. I would have taken him with my last pick if I'd known you were going to take him. <laughs> there's, a ch- there's a chance I could double dip, but I won't. Um, okay. I'm probably going to start thinking about edges soon. Yeah, no, I'll go now. Um... Demarcus Ware, nice. Yeah. He was electric at Dallas. Early round pick out of Troy, I seem to remember. It was a Troy, I think he went to went to went to college, but he was just incredible, absolute superstar player. So yeah, soy. Oh, you've really done me there with the the Sherman pick, man. <laughs> he was very much my. Uh, if you listen to the offensive one, I was like, I was taking Marshall Lynch. I would take him way too early. Mm. Uh, maybe I just misevaluated where you guys were going to take Sherman. Hmm. 
But I, mm, see, this indeed. is this has now happened where I absolutely did not want to be in a position where I didn't get to, to get to take any cornerbacks early because that was the one position I was worried about depth on. And uh, now you've taken all my dudes. Mm. But I'm a sucker for oh. value. I'm a sucker for I'll value. Trade you. <laughs> yeah, you only want to start a trade. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take between a couple of cornerbacks here. I kind of do want to go. No, do you know what? No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take Bobby Wagner. Oh, great pick. Okay. I'm going to have a Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner, one two that's, punch. It's yeah, that's quite and a it's tasty. Uh, quite a linebacking core. Well, you've left someone on the board that I want. Oh no. <laughs> I think I, I think I know who it is. Well, are you sure? Yeah. There's a guy I want, and he's the other on the other edge coming off. Oh. Oh yeah. Now we've got a Khalil Mack one side. And a Mr. Julius Peppers on the other. Mm. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yep. He was the next uh, the next edge. And I'm going to double down. I'm going to go... So we've got those guys, Mac and Peppers, playing sort of D-end. And then we've got another guy who's more of a sort of outside linebacker. But you can kind of roam him around. You can play him wherever. Just an absolute frenzied phenom, totally... Oh. You know where I'm going? Totally dauntless. So. The flowing locks. Oh, no. Up there in Wisconsin. Yes, Clay Matthews. Oh, that nice. is not who I thought you were taking. Wow. Love that guy. I love Clay Matthews. That's another one. Yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. Um, can I just check? Who took JJ Watt? Was it Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm going to try and keep... I didn't originally have it tracked as the teams. I just had it tracked as players I took and players that were gone, but I'm going to try and keep track. Um... Okay. Hmm. Interesting board. Of course, hmm. the listener cannot see that. So, probably redundant. <laughs> no cornerback's been taken by Gav there, which is what no. I was considering. So, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Ronde Barber. Okay. He's, he's, the next, he's the next cornerback up. He's five Pro Bowls, three All Pros, got the Super Bowl with Tampa. Yeah, solid pick. Good player. Yeah, need to get a corner back on the board before I start panicking. I mean, I've I've already dragged in my next pick. Um, this is arguably the cleanest Hall of Famer, and he was a nuisance against us for years. Oh no, oh, I know no. where you're going. Oh no, yeah, yeah that's a great shout. To, to, well done. To stick to stick him out with the Rail Reeves and Sherman in the in the, in the DB room. Red. Yeah. Have you? Have Wait, you guys. Oh, hang on. He's already in, isn't he? Wait. Yeah. Is he? I think so. Yeah, I remember his speech. Hang on. Yeah, because I don't have him on the list now. Yeah, he's in. He's in. Oh, my apologies, gents. Not who I thought you were going. Right. He's been. Replace, has he been find a pick? I think he probably should be. No, I'm kidding. Replace, <laughs> yeah. replace that uh, with Earl Thomas. Oh, dude! Okay. Right, can you guys stop taking all my Seahawk boys? You know that I, you know that the <laughs> the Legion of Boom is my zone. Uh, this feels a little bit off. I'm halfway there. First uh, safety off the board. Jeez. Mm, okay. I wasn't I wasn't around for this great Steelers defense, right? You know, give me something. This is my defense, guys. Was El Thomas? His, he tarnished slightly with the two in a bed with your brother. Guns at, at dawn. I don't know. That, that kind of made me like him more. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Flipping, flipping the bird, coach. Um, okay. That makes someone else back on the drop board. All right. All right. Uh, inside linebacker, I have absolutely no one. So, guy whose career was a cut short, I believe, self-inflicted. He retired way too early. This guy would have been a shoe in. Patrick Willis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of the Niners, it, this he was he was sensational. He did everything. I think he did Luke before Luke Keekley. He did enough, didn't he, to get in the hole? I, I, I think so. It's a, it's a shame the career was cut short, and there's always going to be that. Well, he didn't play as long as, but. It, it, that doesn't matter. He was clinical every day he played. Terrell Davis is the, the answer there, right? He only played for four years. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, through injury. Uh, okay. All right. That's your two. Sorry. I'll take James Harrison. Nice. Come on. Uh, probably two. slightly too early. I don't like doing that normally, but uh, that's Super Bowl return alone. That's yeah, Hall of Fame. Yeah. You can't tell the story of the Steelers yeah. without telling him and you can't tell the story of the NFL so yeah alright wow I can't believe I get the guy that I thought you were going to take earlier I'm going to take Haloti Nata there you Ooh. go ah. yeah great pick that is that is some interior D okay uh, formerly of the Ravens of course I, that's when you said he's given us trouble for all these years I thought that's where you <clears> were going now then now then now then ooh I might go there is that too early for him could be too early for him Hmm. One second here. Let me gather my I, thoughts. I, I tell you what, I, I really got to uh, start labeling these correctly. I keep putting the wrong color on the name. My, my substance adult mind is just not working with these. Why, what, what, what substances are you uh, addling yourself? H two O. Okay. Pure yeah. agua. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I haven't got any linebackers at the moment, so I guess I need one of those guys. Tough group. Hmm. Oh wait, man. Oh, yeah. I can take one of on my personal. Oh, is it too early for him? Might be too early for him. <laughs> That's great. I'm going to take him. One of my personal favourites, Levante David. I'm going to take Levante David. Mm. Love that guy. Great player. Great pick. Coverage linebacker. Does it all. Modern. The prototype for modern linebacker. Mm. Um, okay. Hang on. Let me just put a strike through him. Now then. I'm going to take the. I've got Patrick Peterson. I'm going to add another cornerback to that room in Antonio Cromartie. Oh. Give me that guy. Not the guy I thought you were going to say. No? Because I'm going to take the guy I thought you were going to say now. Chris Harris. Okay. Mm-hmm. Decent chap. I think the cornerbacks get a bit a bit musky here, where you can kind of go quite a few ways. There's not like a consensus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Is it Antonio Cromarty or yeah, it's him the one that has twelve kids, isn't he? He does not can't yes. remember the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Both good. Both Cromartys were good. So good. Yeah. So uh, let me just make this clear. I know that I've got these colours wrong. Because Gav has nine players on my list and Mike has five. And that can't possibly be true. <laughs> Okay, show so, me some names. It's all right. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna forgo the idea of trying to uh, keep track of who drafted who, and uh, I'll just 
Just just keep keep track of your own team. I'm doing yeah, it. I'm doing okay. it. I've got I'm doing a double <laughs> thing here. I'm doing God it. Don't forget I track more than one thing at a time. My brain's and also level. doing roster for. So I can tell you that Mike has not drafted an uh, interior D lineman yet. Yeah. Until now. Oh. Right. <laughs> nice. Um, no, I, I. Yeah, I I'm going to go with Vince Wilfork. Oh no! Big, big boy up the middle. Oh, that was another one I was certain I'd get. Cowboy. Wow. Living rent free in your head, so. I know, dude. You've got my team. You've got the team I wanted. <laughs> I know. You do not have the team. Well, I think it's pretty good. Uh, okay, where do I need to shore up, gents? One inside linebacker. There's one I sort of want to keep in the old back pocket for a little bit. <laughs> Just uh, on the storm. <laughs> do you know what I'm going to do? I'm. Mm, no, no, I won't. no, I'm not going to do that. No. <laughs> oh, there's a pick I could make, which would bury Soy. No, no, I don't even know what do it, it is. Do it. I kind of want it just to hear what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm going to go. No, I'm not. No, oh. I'm not. No, I'm not. He's back on the list. Oh, ah, this is the simple one. Apologies, gents. Gav, when you were talking about Ed Rusher, monster. Long, luscious hair for the follicly jaded man. Quite jealous. Um, I'm going Jared Allen. Oh, yeah, hundred sacks plus. He yeah. he was unbelievable at Kansas and Minnesota. Yeah, he was on the list. Yeah, for sure. All right, that brings it. Sorry, a lot of options here now. Still. Hmm. Mm. I'm liking the look of my team right now. Got yeah, to say. yeah, me too. It's more that Mike's players are like guys that I like more than necessarily <clears> like guys that I think are better than my team. Let me make that clear. I mean, Vince Wilfork could be my kicker in a spot, tough spot, you know? Okay. I'm going to go Andomic and Sue. Pick. That's happened. And I'll, uh, I'll see you get past all Aaron Donald and Andomic and Sue. Yeah, that's quite a run-stuffing unit. Old Stampy. <laughs> uh, all right, I was was going to take Jared Allen. Not going to lie. Oh, so he's gone. It doesn't leave that many edge guys that I'm really that into. So I'm going to take the guy. Yeah, I'm going to take here. Forty Nine is legend. Justin oh, Smith. No. Justin. Oh, Smith. great pick. What a player he was. Was he before your time, Si? Remember Justin Smith? No, not really. He, yeah, he, he got the most notoriety towards the end of the year and end of his career, didn't he? As, as yeah. People just realised, wow, this guy is... Because he wasn't a real sack monster, was he? He wasn't no, just a, with double digits. Just, just dominant. Clinical. Right? Just yeah. So strong as well. Just tough, tough dude. Okay, so taking him. Uh, uh, oh, we played till 2014, so just kind of in the very start. Of me watching the NFL, like the first couple of years. Oh, and I'm going to take uh, Peanut Tillman. He's not in, is he? Oh, no, he's not. He was not. He was my one I wanted to keep in the yeah. back pocket. Yeah, Great pick. You when you when your name is named after uh, an ability to cause fumbles, you are yeah. you're special. Yeah, the Peanut Punch, <laughs> first guy to punch, yeah. a guy that you know invented a move that now everyone does. So yeah. that that alone gets you in the hall, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. 
yeah, fair enough. Um, hmm. I'm going to keep stacking this this cornerback room up a little bit. I'm going to take a keep to leave. Nice. Yeah. Solid. Keep to leave and Chris Harris. Don't mind. That's that's all good with me. Okay. He's on your team. All right. Mike. All right. I'm Rich. I hope you're listening. <laughs> I'm I I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the clear elephant in the room. I know where you're going. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> LC. Yeah. Had to the be. only the only one who isn't in the shockingly isn't in the Hall of Fame. Seventy eight career sacks, four Super Bowl rings, two time all pro, tenth round pick out of Arkansas A M and N. I don't even know what that stands for. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's yeah. I, I was wondering how long I could sit and leave LC on the on the bench, but getting the starting line of LC, God rest his soul. Yeah, um, it's I was going to take him if you didn't. So I, I had a feeling it was going to be you or I. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I don't, that's, yeah, you'd have been right. I've tried to avoid drafting like really doing anyone that I don't really remember. Well, me, neither me or Mike <laughs> remember LC. <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but how old do you think we are? <laughs> I mean. Here's another little tidbit about LC. He was born in Canton. Uh, I mean, he was Canton, Mississippi. But still, <laughs> he was born in a place called Canton. Right. Would you stop? Okay. Um, pick up number two. I'm nearly there on edges. Guys, that's a Hall of Fame edge lineup. My God. Good <laughs> luck. Um, Wait, are you taking... Willis was an inside linebacker, right? Or you yeah. taking yeah because he, he so you've got DJ, JJ Watt, Demarcus Ware, Jared Allen. Have I missed someone that you've got you've taken? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I put LC LC is D end. Oh, sorry, yeah, of course I didn't copy him in. That would be white. All right, that doesn't. Yeah, really and I've just got I've just got Willis at uh, at inside. And line then line. you've got uh, Darrell Revis and Sherman, nice cornerback room. Yep. Oh, Thomas yeah. at safety. Mm-hmm. And Vince Wolfock at DT. Mm-hmm. Right, I think I'm going to have to shore up the inside linebacker room a little bit and go with Patrick Willis's number two, Navarro Bowman. Yeah. They Slightly shortened team. career, but yeah, what what a pairing they were oh, in the middle. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Dude, just while you're talking, I was looking up um, like the the Hall of Fame like the, on the monitor, the stats for Elsie. How is he not in? Obviously, for, for Super Bowls, Two first-team All-Pros, six Pro Bowls. Mm-hmm. That's plenty enough for a guy who's won four Super Bowls. I mean, why isn't in is anyone's guess. Crazy. I didn't realise it was uh, not to that level. He, he could easily be the biggest snub. Yeah. 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 Um, is it purely just because there's so many of that team, mm, that no Steelers wonder, team yeah. on? Yeah. Can you let... Well, I suppose you can let everyone in, but... I don't know. When you win four Super Bowls, it's hard to keep people out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. I'm going to go... With, yeah, I'm just gonna finish this up and take Stefan Gilmore. Yeah, makes sense. That's the cornerback room done. Don't need to worry about it anymore. Okay. Now, there's a corner I really want on my team. I'm not sure I should take him because I think it's a reach. I don't think either of you are going to take him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take him. Interesting. Sorry, sorry. Did you pick Gilmore? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Yes, oh, I'm sorry, let me add him to this. Gilmore. Okay. Hmm. 
Oh, this is easy. Inside linebacker, Thomas Davis. Give me that guy. Easy. Nailed on Hall of Famer. Okay. And then... Reckon nailed on? Oh, yeah. Do you not think so? That guy's dominant. I think, I think it's more so just the amount of middle linebackers. He he was he, he was electric, didn't he? Did he play with a broken arm or did he oh, yeah. ruin his arm one time? Didn't he have plates yeah, yeah. put in and, and, yeah. and all sorts? Yeah. He oh, he put. I mean, you look at his face. His face is mash up because he was mm. put his face into the fire so often. But it's maybe slightly underrated because of how good Luke Keekley was. You know that yeah. pairing. But what a great, great player. Hmm. All right. I feel like I need a little bit more. Well, I could go D tackle, I suppose. Hmm. We're running out of spots here, guys. I'm, I'm, there's some of my players I'm, I'm wanting to take, and we haven't even. I've got room for one edge, and I've got way too many. I want yeah, to exactly. <laughs> uh... All right, I can take, take linebacker because we're getting a little bit thinner inside linebacker, and there's a couple of guys here. I've done the cute Steelers thing with taking Cam, so that rules out the other guy that I was going to do that with Ooh. if someone else took Cam. So I'm going to take Sean Lee. Sean Lee, inside linebacker. Is that is that? Do you, do you think that's fair? I, I kind of umming and ahhing about him. I love the guy. I, oh, really, he wasn't on my list. He wasn't on your list. You wouldn't take him in the Hall of Fame. No, there's a couple of guys I'd had I'd have had over Sean Lee. Fair enough. But I just, I just—that's my kind of inside line, yeah. like old school. So that's why I'm, I'm taking hundred plus tackles. Yeah, it's just the injuries that killed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Hmm, that's me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. I think I'm just having a look at the board. There's, there's a lot of edge guys. I'm still interested in a lot of DTs. I'm still interested in. I'm gonna go Terrell Suggs. It's a bit of pain okay. in my yeah. side. Okay. Yeah, I just didn't want him on my team. Fair to enough. To be honest. Fair enough. <laughs> Great player. Just, just sick uh, of Von Miller, Tell yeah. Suggs, James Harrison. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, it's failed. Okay. I feel hmm. bad because there's a player that Dave would have taken with the first overall pick that's going to yeah, maybe get undrafted. I, I, I did think about it, but then when I looked at it, I was like, ah, you can't justify it. I know. So. That's what Dave. Where are you, Dave? You need to be yeah, here to on, do Dave. that. You would have picked chicken him. pox. <laughs> it's not chicken the excuse. Schmucks. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to add a little bit to the cornerback room, gents. Yeah, you two Probably looking a bit stop. bare over there. Just stop, Revis and Sherman. You mad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put Revis. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you just think I've got Richard Sherman on his tabler on? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peterson, Cromarty, and Tillman. That's that's not bad. Mm. Oh, I know. I'm taking next. Give me Namdi Asama. Mm. Corner. One of the most like enjoyable names to to say. Namdi yeah, and, and and misspelled because I've definitely yeah. there's an O in the <laughs> surname and I've definitely there's not an O how I've written it so I've definitely misspelled. There's Asso Asso Mug Mugwa. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I've got Asamogwa. Like a T. You've gone with a T. All right. Where do we need... Famous member of that dream team. Yeah. That did. That was actually a nightmare. That did nothing. Um, 
Was it VY and Michael Vick at the same time? Well, they're two quarterbacks, didn't they? It was it VY, Vince Young, and someone else? I'm sure. I think it was Vic. Uh, I think later? it was Vic. I think Vic was starting. Yeah. What a crazy um, thing! It was it was it was Young that called him the Dream Team. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. And give what me Clay. With Sorry. <laughs> with who? With Vince Young, man. What happened? Would he would he be successful now if he was playing in the league? Would teams use him better? Same, same like uh, any, any other mobile quarterback in the last twenty years, you know. I think, I think so. Like, rather than try and make you into a pocket passer, let's let's play to your strength. Anyway, sorry, who are you taking? You, I totally <laughs> blew away your pick. You're grand. Um, Calais Campbell nice. up the middle, Vince Wilford. Those are two big boys. Yeah, fair nice. bit of timber in your D line. I'm going to take here a man over, who's going to be overlooked in this game, I think. I don't know, I'd be interested to hear if you Ooh. guys wanted him. Uh, but the six-time Pro Bowl, two-time All-Pro, and now Super Bowl champion, Eric Weddle. Oh, literally, I was taking him next. Right? So well <laughs> no, no, you, no, you weren't. <laughs> I promise you I was. <laughs> That's good. You're not, so you're not, you're not keen, Mikey? Would you not have gone Weddle? I'd, there, there's a few over. I had okay. Weddle on the list. Okay. There's a few would have had over Weddle. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with my two next safeties. I'm gonna go Eric Berry. Oh no! Uh-oh. Is that who? You, is that where you were going? I would have. Yeah. Oh, give me Waddle all day over Berry. Come on. Come well, on. no, no, shut on. Sarah Berry was cerebral, and then <laughs> now, really, I want to take Mister Still Serving Time in Penitentiary here. Because he is like, if you if you remove the sexual assault incidents, Darren Sharper is the best safety that is not in the Hall of Fame, right? He is absolute nailed on. Hard, but hardest hitting safety in the league. How? But how? I don't know. What do we feel? I, I don't know. This is where this is where this is the Darren Sharper section of of this game. Can can I take him? Can I put him into the hall? I mean, it's a question. I think. A lot of a lot of Hall of Fame voters must be thinking because the dude was absolutely hands down like one of the top two safeties in the last like thirty years, I'd say. Mm. Right? I mean, the dude was just dominant. But I mean, he made how many All Pros did he make? Hang on, uh, mm. two first team All Pros, four second team All Pros, five Pro Bowls, NFL two thousands All Decade team. Most interception return yards in a season, 376. The guy was a bullhawk, 942 tackles. But it's, I mean, you're talking like this, what we were talking about earlier with Deshaun Watson, the, the things this guy did in the end, just oh, seedy, seedy, don't, yeah. seedy stuff. So I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass on Sharper. But, I think that's a good show. But, I mean, you've got to acknowledge the player that he was. So I'm going to go with the uh, the other end of the scale. All round good guy, short shortened career. I'm going to go with Sean Taylor at safety. Oh, great pick! Infamous for yeah killing that punter in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> and then unfortunately, of course, getting mm. killed when you know shot before his time. Right, yeah. so back to you, Eric Berry and Sean Taylor at safety, and 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 the ghost of Darren Sharp. Hmm. Who have I got edge here? I've got three guys. Von Miller, Terrell Suggs, James Harrison. You know, we, we've kind of 
casually avoided some of these newer guys that I think are right up oh. there in terms of maybe even above some of the guys that have already been taken in terms of kind of their production over over time. I'm almost spoiled for choice here, but I'm going to go. Um, I'll go Calais Campbell. He's already gone. Has he? Okay, well, in that case, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. Don't worry, I just forgot <laughs> to write it down. Okay, interesting. When did he go? <laughs> I, t- I took him. Okay. Uh, last pick. With Mike's last pick. Oh, sorry. Right, okay. Right. In that case, I'll take Cam Jordan, who is who, with the two I was thinking about. Okay. Yeah. Who I think are kind of in a similar realm. Do you? A little bit. What, similar? In, in of... terms of where I would take them in this game. Right, okay. Similar ADP or yes, something. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, Mike, on to you. Hmm, okay, so... I, for whatever reason, happen to need one of every position now. That's a savvy <laughs> drafting. It is, it is. Uh, safety, there are three guys I really like. Gav, you're filled up. Saw so you chose Eric Weddle. I can't believe um, you're so unenthused about this choice. Okay, can I tell you some of the safeties I got on my list? <laughs> is, is it just a, is it just a Ravens thing? Why you don't like Weddle? I mean, he oh, was no. good, great player. No, 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 not at all. But so the so the tr- three safeties I have above him: Honey Badger, Cam Chancellor, Bob Sanders. So Bob Sanders would be a little bit before your yeah. time. He was a safety for the Colts. That guy, again, shortened career. But we always compliment Troy for just, you know, throwing, throwing himself headfirst into the spike, spiking wheel of bikes. Bob Sanders was exactly the same. He was a rocket. It's just a shame injuries curtailed his career. But I'd comfortably have those three ahead of Eric Weddle. But anyways, I'll stop ranting about your pick, Soy. <laughs> Absolutely. Two, two first-team All-Pros, two Pro Bowls, three first-team All-Big Ten uh, NFL Defensive Player of the Year, 2007 mm-hmm. Super Bowl champion. I mean, yeah, the guy was lights out for the Colts. Yeah. Only five for eight, little dude. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, he was played much bigger, right? Played bigger. I tell you what, I'll I'll throw inside linebacker who is from all the lists I've seen. He's the sort of guy that everyone says should be in tackle tackle machine. Zach Thomas. Yeah. His tackle numbers are out of this world. So, never, yeah. a, never a headline guy, but just really, really solid, right? I mean, yeah. Again, I think one of those at the towards the, the end of his career, sort of people realise, wow, this guy is actually really consistent. Yeah. And you know, leave Patrick Willis and Navarre Bowman out there making the big plays. Zach Thomas just there to clean up the rest. The garbage man. Okay, you got one more, right? Probably yeah. No, no, no. That's uh, yeah. That is my one. Okay, edge. I've got genuinely. I've got nineteen edge players still, and there's only three left to go <laughs> between the three of us. Um. Well, we did prepare he, thinking that Dave wasn't going to have yeah, a, yeah, say, a chicken pox outbreak in his in his house. So I did feel like we'd get through some more of these, but there's also guys you've thrown on that maybe weren't on my list as well, so that's helped. A little bit before your time. I'm a wee youngin. You are a wee youngin. I okay. I'll 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 finish up the corner room with D'Angelo Hall. Oh yeah, nice. He was solid as a rock, tough as nails as well. Yeah. Did did his career 
Did it match up to the potential? I mean, all right. So let's look did. at some of the stats. Eight overall pick out of VTech, three years at the Falcons, a year at the Raiders, and then nine years in Washington. Um, he had four interceptions in a game. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. And the most career fumble return yards. Fair play to the person who's found that stat out. Um, all right, let's have a look and see if his general stats. I don't know. I feel like he's one of those guys that you just was immensely tan- talented. Mm. Maybe it was just situation. Maybe he wasn't always on the best team, but it didn't feel like he... I don't know. I mean, you look at the three Pro Bowls, first mm. team All-American. Was ne- never an All-Pro. Yeah, I'm looking, looking at his last four years, he didn't play very much. Mm. Um, but like first four years at Atlanta... 17 interceptions. That's solid. That's solid. And then the next four years, 15. Yeah, those are good numbers. Yeah. Yeah. True, stick them on the corner. You know, didn't have much in the way of tackling or sack production, but just stick them on the corner. That's your guy. Stick them on the number one and leave them there. Yeah, because he kind of he shifted to safety at the end, like a lot of corners do, and it didn't really work yeah, out. Did lost it? It was legs, like, didn't he? Yeah, and then it was just like a lot of injuries towards the end. But... I mean, he burnt brightly. The beginning of his career was awesome. So maybe, maybe it's just the end of the end part. But yeah, I, th- I think in terms of cornerback, definitely one of the most talented we've mm. seen, I'd have thought. Bit of nasty to his game, didn't he? Yeah, nice pick. Okay, sorry? Just thinking about these safeties after Mike was talking. The thing with Cam Chancellor, he was actually a bit of an omission for me uh, because he only played seven years, so he kind of didn't rack up enough years to, to make up a lot of points, in, even though he did what he did. Uh, in the list that I was using to try and collate some of this. So I wasn't even thinking of him because he was so far down. Tyron Matthew is a possibility here. I thought about throwing Steelers fans uh, a bone. You go kind of late before my time, but hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go honey budget. I'm gonna you know, that's more me. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Honey Badger and Weddle. What what is what to do? But the, just you don't you don't need to clean anything up. We got the front. We've got one out of two ain't bad. <laughs> okay, so I need I need a, a D tackle. I need a, and I can reveal my picks here because I'm all my choices here because I'm not going to be making any more picks with these positions. I need a D tackle, an edge rusher, and a quarterback. I'm going to go D, D tackle here. Now there's a few choices, and I was I'm very tempted to take Geno Atkins or Gerald McCoy or. Mm. Mm-hmm. Any of these guys here, they're all good to Forrest Buckner, Fletcher Cox, but I'm going to go with a guy that I like, and that was uh, Carl Williams from the Bills. Ooh, it was yeah. just absolutely solid. Put him up front with Cam Haywood and Haloti Nata. Jeez. What a, uh, Those are some strong boys. Strong dudes, yeah. Okay, so that's that guy done. And then I've got, so Edge, hmm. I think I'll take Edge over over my remaining quarterback here. It's actually thinned out a bit. It's not as strong as I thought. I'm not taking Greg Hardy after we discussed him, although he is eligible. There's one. He's he's an obvious choice. Yeah, I'm going to take Dwight Freeney. Because his his spin move is just absolutely legendary. Oh yes. 
So, yeah, welcome to the room. He's a situational pass rusher for me. Khalil Mack, Julius Peppers are holding it down. Justin Smith comes in, Clay Matthews. And then if you just need a little bit, you definitely need a pass rush. Dwight Freeney comes in. So, yeah, okay. They're my two picks. Nice. Yeah, he was the next uh, defensive end. And uh, that's a that's a great value pick, as it were. Because oh, according to the Pro Football Reference, uh, he was the third defensive end. Really? On wow. the Hall of Fame leaderboard that isn't in. Wow. After J.J. Watt and Julius Peppers. Wow. Okay. I'm taking him as a, a D-tackle, de- more of an interior guy. Though. Fair enough. Well, good for you. Oh, you mean Freeney? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, Freeney, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking about to Carl Williams. That's why I was getting confused. Okay. Okay. Uh, I need a few things. You mentioned some of the defensive tackles I'm interested in. In fact, I think I think that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going because I, I, I want Fletcher Cox. Okay, mm-hmm. so I want Cox. Always. Right. Great, Mike. great memories of that uh, Super Bowl year. Yeah. That's nice. <sighs> yeah, I think guy I loved watching, arguably the. Best Williams on the list. <laughs> Kevin Williams at nice. DC. Yeah. He was phenomenal. You weren't budging that boy. Six five, three eleven. Mm. Nine pick over all five all pros, six pro balls. Sign me up. Why is he not in already? Is it oh. difficult for guys at that position? I mean he, he had six looking here, sixty three sacks. So why? Yeah, he's been eligible. Why. Yeah, I mean, they, they got he absolute is, Hall of Fame resume. He is, apart mm-hmm. from Aaron Donald, the top ranked guy as well on Pro Football Reference. I don't get it. No, I don't either. I um, I don't remember him playing until 2015 either. But never mind. No, I don't remember him in New in New Orleans. I only recall him at the Vikings. Yeah, Vikings. Did he did he play for Seattle in 2014 or the Saints? Looks in yeah. One year Seattle, one Started year New Orleans. Started fourteen games in New Orleans. Yeah, it's funny how you just memories memories fade that they have players in there. No, sa- no sacks in his last year though. Right. Yeah. All right, two picks. Hmm. There's no point in taking the safety. Soy also needs an edge, so mm. I need to jump in here. All right, let me have a quick butchers at stats. Where's the tap dancing music when we need it? Um, okay, I'm going to take a. It's been a while. Since, has it been a while since we've taken an active player? I think so. Been a while, yeah. Throw me Chandler Jones. Nice. Um, yeah. I I think he's the sort of guy who's going to have. He'll finish up with. A phenomenal. I mean, he's on 107 and a half sacks already. God, 10 and a half last year. He's had 19, 13, 17, 12 and a half, 11 and a half, 11. This guy just does nothing but nothing but sacks. Yeah, I'm with you. He would have been. He would have been the guy I would have taken. Was he? Oh, get in. <laughs> so <Nice>. well done. <laughs> That's when that happens. So, uh, sorry. Oh, back to me. Inside linebacker or edge? Yeah, okay. Uh, I will go 
I'm between. T- I'm stuck between. Do I want to go Steelers here? Throw a bone. I'll maybe go for the slightly more obvious play. Um, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Lawrence Timmons. Timmons, oh. yeah. Nice. Why yeah. I, I, I wouldn't the... Uh... I don't know. He's warming, mm, the, I think... he's, he's warming the bench for us. Not going to be a Hall of Famer, but he's warming the bench for us behind Keekly and Wagner. It's all good. I uh, think he's underrated. Had James, I, had James Farrier over Timmons? Well, that's the guy I was talking about when I was talking about a former Steelers... Mm. Uh, Inside linebacker probably would have had Farrier above Timmons, but you know Farrier was before Simon. Oh yeah, Thompson. he's definitely higher up, but yeah, so yeah just yeah. a few years before I started watching. So I'm sticking with my. Yeah. Uh... And I do think there was a massive hole. You know, Timmons was Tomlin's first first draft pick, and I felt that his his drop off there was a massive hole in in linebacker play that wasn't really replaced even by even by Shazier. It wasn't the same. I think Timmons his wide wingspan and just wrap up tackle in the middle. I, 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 he, Timmons was on my list for sure as someone that I was considered draftable. Okay, I've got only got one player left. Is that right? I've got I've messed yeah. this up because I've got one slot left here and two slots left in my other one. But I'm going to go you with must my guy. Have two slots left because I've still got one left. Yeah, and I've got one, so I think we're just going back one more. So Gav has one, so he has one. <laughs> I have one. Yeah, this is yeah. why I should have kept track. I've messed up somewhere. I need to go through my teams. Um, I'm taking Antrell Roll. Now, he may not be many people's mm. Call of Fame corner. I love that guy. I mean, you know, part of that Giants team that sort of surprised everyone uh, to win the Super Bowl. We played for the Cardinals before that. But, I mean, two-team All-Pro, three Pro Bowls, uh, won a national championship in college with University of Miami. I just... I loved his play style. I just thought he was an aggressive downhill corner that could just shut a guy down. So maybe, maybe not a um, very popular pick, and that's why I'm taking him last, but he's one of my guys, definitely. So, uh, yeah. don't know how you feel about that. Is that a strange pick, Mike? No, I don't think so. He was on the radar. Okay. I think that's me done. It is, yep. Yeah. Sorry, Edge, I think. Last pick, Edge, yeah. Um, See, so you, know, you took the last guy that I was really super jazzed about going with so I kind of now want to go with the fun pick you know we, we filled up the room enough I mean this this, this room is stacked <laughs> Von Miller, Suggs, James Harrison, Cam Jordan it's a nightmare so I'm going with the fun pick and probably a good one but I, I, I just wouldn't have any way of knowing <laughs> uh, <laughs> drafted in 1974 Two Tall Jones Oh yeah, I didn't see his name. Two tall Jones. Needed yeah. two tall Jones just for the name. Six foot nine. For is it wondering. like is it like two chains? It's like the number two and then tall. No. No. I wish it was. <laughs> no. No. Edward no, Edward Lee Jones, come on down, join the team. Super Bowl champ, three times Pro Bowl. Let's go. Two tall the Jones. Guy go ad is Ed Two Tall Jones. Too tall. <laughs> <laughs> I finally get that then. Uh... <laughs> Welcome, sorry. <laughs> All right. Let me round us off with... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Bob Sanders. He was... Wait, I thought you had picked him. Or did you not? No, you no, no, I di- no, I didn't pick him. I was uh, That was when I was... Weighing people back up. Forward with Soy. Um, yeah, yeah, try me, Bob Sanders. I don't think I need to say any more. Candid- potential bowling ball candidate um, yeah special special guy just a shame about the injuries but 
I mean, I, I, I the Cam Chancellor pick did tend me to have Cam Chancellor, Earl Thomas, and Richard see, Richard Sherman <laughs> in the <laughs> in the same backfield. Um, that were a leap, but no. Tro- just to add a little bit of historical as well. Tommy Bob Sanders from Colts. Nice. Okay. We're done. Is that it? Should, yeah. should we all go through? Because uh, uh, should we all do our own team this time, go? Yeah, run through. Because I mean, also, I'm not confident you've written them down right. No, I'm not either. So <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go three, two, one. So Mike, in order of starting. Okay, so starting through the middle, big boy Vince Wilfork with his big boy denim. What was he wearing again? Dungarees. Dungarees. Yeah. And cowboy boots. Of course. That is the defining uh, image of Vince Wilfork. Oh, definitely. When when if he's not wearing that in his Hall of Fame speech, <laughs> we're missing a trick here. And his um, wife. Don't forget his wife always there cheering him on. Do you remember uh, her? No, it just it, it, oh, they'd always cut to his wife. Uh, yeah, I was a big it was fan. All, of his it was wife. all about. I've got an eye for the ladies. You see. Clearly, well, no, yeah. she she was um not your typical uh, NFL wife. Let's just put it that. Oh, really? Need a little bit different. Need to look this up now. But carry on, my please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> get myself in trouble. Calais Campbell and Kevin Williams. These are big boys. These guys, serious measurements for their goal jackets. Um, all right, Edge. <laughs> defensive end, they'll sign linebacker. Oh, I can sell them if I want. Um, JJ Watt, he's walking in. D-Ware Beautiful. should be walking in. Jared Allen, 100 plus sacks, should be walking in. LC Greenwood, you know, robbery. Chandler Jones, not a sleeper, but 107 and a half sacks. We'll take that all day. A couple more good seasons out of him, and I'd expect him to I'd expect him to go in. The inside linebackers, Patrick Willis, best linebacker in this group, to be honest with you. Um, just a shame injuries cut his career short. Navarro Bowman, number two. Zach Thomas, again, up there with LC Greenwood. is the biggest robbery we're seeing in the Hall of Fame. Trajectory. <laughs> Cornerbacks, lads, don't even start. Revis and Sherman. How would you go away? How much, how much conversations were had 10 years ago when he was the best starting cornerback? Then he should have got both of them. Don't need to worry about it. <laughs> Forgetting my guy, Peterson, man. Peterson's up there. He was. He is up there. Second tier. Um, well, I don't no. know. I think Peterson's probably, he was asked to play in a more difficult role. Like he, <laughs> you know, uh, he didn't just shadow a guy around. Yeah. He was just, he played one side forever. And, you know, that <laughs> came with, you played man one time, zone another. It's just, it was more difficult. Difficult for Peterson, you know. No, of course, of course. I'm yanking your chain. I, I think I think with Peterson, because he was such a high pick as well, there's added pressure on him. You know, Sherman was what in the fifth, sixth round. Hmm. So you had a little bit of leeway. Revis was first round, but a sort of where was he out of Pitt in the teens? It was um Peterson top ten, if I think it wasn't he? Hmm. Eight. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was it was let's be honest, it was the three of them. They were they were the superstars in the cornerback room for for a couple of years in the league. Um D'Angelo Hall and Nandy Asomar closing out the cornerbacks room and then by the way two lads great hair Earl Thomas Bob Sanders <laughs> hard hitting boys turnover junkies <laughs> hard hitting boys that, that sounds like a line from like the Dukes of Hazard intro <laughs> just some good old hard hitting boys <laughs> it's a solid team lads yeah, it is a solid team yeah. I think all these teams are solid looking at it mm. so Sorry, do you want to give yours a quick run? Sell it. Yeah, uh, I, I would just like to say, Vince Wolfhard wife, I kind of see what you're saying. She's a great character. <laughs> okay, um, defensive tackle. I mean, this is just no contest. Aaron Donald, <laughs> the, the best defensive player of all time. Adomican Sue, the nastiest defensive player of all time. And Fletcher Cox, the, the best second name of any defensive player of all time. Indeed. 
Um, <laughs> name. <laughs> but it's fine because then we get to the edge. Now this is nice. Von Miller, you know the name. You've seen you've seen the game. Terrell Suggs, James Harrison. Things just got real nasty in here. Cam Jordan and two tall Jones is entertaining the crew. <laughs> Dude, that front seven, you ain't getting past that. Okay, inside linebacker, Luke Keekley, Bobby Wagner. Uh, I mean, those were the top two picks. So there's no argument there. Lawrence Timmons, love the name. <laughs> 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 Mike doesn't so much love the game on that one. Um, cornerback, Rondé Barber, Chris Harris Jr., Stefan Gilmore, Akib Talib, best colour commentator out of everyone drafted today. Definitely. Mm, worth thinking about. Uh, safety, uh, Honey Badger, and my boy Eric Weddle, Super Bowl champ Eric Weddle. Don't listen to Mike Eric. Ah. <laughs> Eric, big listener to the show. Uh, I, I, dude, I, I can't see a way past this being the best team. I hate to say it, boys. I can see a way past it, and that's oh. with with this team, <laughs> which is <laughs> what with Cam Haywood leading the lineup. Well, let's just yeah, Cam Haywood. All right, Haloti Nata and Carl Williams. I don't think you could get more like down and dirty, just getting down to business. These aren't your big name. These aren't your Indomitian Sues or your <laughs> Vince Wilforks that are just out there, you know, being like glitzy, ritzy. These these are hard blue collar defensive Vin- tackles. Say that to Indomitian Sues face. Yeah, glitzy, ritzy Vince Wilfork <laughs> in denim dungarees and cowboy boots. <laughs> these, these are serious guys. But then you know you got to look at who's 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 spelling them on the outside. Khalil Mack, Julius Peppers, Clay Matthews, you can just play anywhere, Justin Smith and Dwight Freeney. I'm sorry, that that is putting serious pressure on your quarterback. Then in 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 the uh in the linebacking core, Sean Lee's stopping the run. Levante David is doing everything, and Thomas Davis is just getting penetrating through your line. That's that's a serious linebacking core. Cornerbacks, Patrick Peterson, Antonio Cromartie, some some solid uh, man, man corners there, and then Charles Peanut Tillman and Antro Roll who just will just force fumbles and just kill the run and just completely wipe out your your any kind of zone play. Classic, and then the safeties Eric Berry and Sean Taylor. Enough said, just quality safeties. So I don't know, man. These these are good teams. Very good teams. Hall of Fame worthy. One team better than the other teams, I think, but very good teams. One team shorter than the other two, sorry, but we'll uh, shorter. We'll let the we'll, we'll, we'll let the in quality, but we'll let the listeners what? decide. Now, what what should we do? Should we, should we combine our offense and defense into one super Ooh. team? And yeah, then... but then how would we do that with Mike and Ket? Mike and Ket's going to be like a team, but then he gets no, Edelman. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't want that. Oh, you don't want to be teamed up with wow. uh, with oh, okay. Ket's? If you're listening, which I know you are. Mike yeah. just absolutely tossed you under the bus. Yeah, oh. yeah, because you no hate one else to see it. Partner. It no could be Gav versus Sai versus others. How about Oof, that? That's tough. <laughs> but then you have got Julian Edelman on your team. But maybe, you know, your defence might prop that up. So Yeah, but the more I think about this, is it fair to Mike, you know, I, I don't know. He wants to know what people think of his defence, not, you know, the whole thing. Okay, well, put them all out together. I don't want to put be dragged out. down by his quality. Sure. So put them put them all out and uh, put them out separately, but together. Because we want offence and defence, I think. Uh, you know, well, that's why we came back to this. Again, early on in this process, I dumped all of this on you, so uh, I'll continue with that. I'll forge ahead with that. 
Okay, we need we need some graphics and we need someone to put a tweet. Out. Can I can I read you some names? Oh, I can do the tweet. And, and um, Mike, uh, fill in if I've missed anyone. So right, these wait, these, wait, these yeah, the, the, the undrafted people. Yeah. So D tackle. So I, I'll do my list and then you can fill in with someone I've missed. We had DeForest Buckner, mm-hmm. Demon Harrison, snacks, uh, Gerald McCoy, and and the guy that I was sure was going to get drafted, uh, Geno Atkins. Yeah. Uh, yeah. K1 Short, Marcel Darius, Dontari mm. Poe. I did have Poe and I thought about yeah. it. Jarrell Casey. He's a personal favourite of mine. I didn't think he was going to get taken. I didn't take him, but I, I really enjoyed watching this guy. Nick Fairley. Hmm. Uh, Richard oh, yes. Seymour. Yeah, with the red eyes. Uh, Richard Seymour. Mm-hmm. BJ Raji. Jeremiah Ratliff. I mean, that guy was dominant i mean if he was if he was like i don't know 20 pounds heavier he would be up there with aaron donald i think but he he was he was a great dt like just absolute dominant guy that i just don't think gets the credit that he deserves and then chris jenkins is the last guy so did, did anyone else that you had or mike chris or? chris who chris jenkins oh okay no i had um chris jones uh, Chris Jones, yeah, that's why. I not eligible, is he? That. Oh, I had him on the list. I don't know. I don't know. I think Chris is Jones is. Maybe he's not. Yeah, he I'll should check. be. Is he? He's old enough. Yeah, he's older than twenty-eight. Surely. I don't know. Maybe not. And I, I think I checked him. I don't think he is. Oh, okay. Otherwise, he would have been taken. No. He's he's twenty-eight. Is he? Oh. He turned Ooh. twenty-eight three days ago. Ah, there you go. <laughs> no I did research four days ago. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Chris Jones potentially Love eligible. Oh, All right. Love it. Snuck okay. in. Um, only the guys I had, Pat Williams was the yep. other guy beside, I love the fact that the Vikings had Pat Williams and Kevin mm. Williams beside yeah. each other on that D-line. Um, uh, Grady Jarrett is is one of the active ones, um, and the only other yeah, guy I had that you haven't mentioned was uh, our own Casey Hamden. Yeah, yeah I did think I about him. Tr- but true bowling yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much love about Casey Hampton. We talked about him before. Um, I don't know. I think he, I think he gets slightly pushed down but what, his his role on the team was just to be a tree trunk wasn't it like in the yeah, middle and yeah. everything else happened around him whereas I think some of these other guys but you could argue that about Damon Harrison and some of these Dontari Poe so maybe maybe he should have been on the list but yeah okay um, sorry do you have anyone else uh, no that, that, Casey Hampton was the last one yeah. and okay. Chris Jones Gino Atkins so, I think I could uh, have taken over Fletcher Cox but I thought about it and I think they're pretty close okay uh, the end Slash edge slash outside linebacker. Quite a lot here. Uh, Everson Griffin, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, Cameron Wake, Jadeveon Clowney? Question mark. No. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess not. How much of um, that is just him being the first overall pick? Yeah, there's some of that, but he is a good player. He's just not a sackized, but he's a great mm. the end. He really is. It's just underrated. It doesn't get the highlights that maybe some of the other guys do. Uh, Brandon Graham. Uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, Mario Williams, aforementioned mm. Greg Hardy, uh, Alden Smith, Jason Pierre-Paul, yeah. um, Dave's boy, Brett Kiesel, Justin Tuck, John Abraham, our very own O.C. Omenura, <laughs> uh, Kyle Vanden Bosch, Whitley Merciless, <laughs> M- Mark Gastineau, Jamie Collins, Derek Johnson, Connor Barwin. This guy's on. Hang on, there's a, there's a few more names here. 
Fax, Fax Man, Elvis Dumerville. Tamba <laughs> Ali. <laughs> That's a good reference in there. I love that story. Uh, Tamba Ali. Um, Robert Mathis. Yeah, Armad, yeah. Armad Brooks. Carlos Dansby. Chad Greenaway. Jason Babin. And two of our very own, Lamar Woodley and Joey Porter. Uh, mm-hmm. Lance Briggs. Lance Briggs. Uh, that guy deserves more credit than he gets. Uh, Sean Merriman. No one took him. I was expecting someone to take him. Lights out. Yeah. Um, and Mike Vrabel. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, well, and of course, uh, for Dave, Brett Kiesel. I said him. Oh, did you? Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Missed it. Um. What about his partner? Again, a guy that didn't really get a lot of pop, Aaron mm. Smith. Mm-hmm. Big fan of his. Um, yeah. Greg Lloyd, Justin yeah. Houston, Robert Quinn were the only other guys that I had. Yeah. Did I not say Justin Houston? I thought I didn't. Um, I, I, there's so many, I was losing track of who was said. Did you say Pierre Paul? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Cliff Averill? Uh No, I didn't say Cliff Averill. No. Yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, that's weird. I've got. Mario ah. Williams? I said Mario Williams. Okay. I also, yeah, I slightly hadn't didn't have my page scrolled down enough. I did have Justin Houston, and I also had oh. Shaq Barrett and Jamie Collins. <laughs> Willie McGinnis? Didn't have him. Yeah. Is he not in? I thought he's in. No. Is he not? Oh, yeah, he should be on the list. I thought he was. We're getting a Google. <laughs> we are. We're getting a very swift Google. No, you're right. It's not. <laughs> I apologise. I, I assumed he was in. Do my research. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? Should we move on to inside linebacker? Who, no. who else was available? That's now, there's some, there's some some contentious names on this list. Um, guy I like, Demario Davis. Is he a Hall of Famer? I don't know. He's good, mm. good linebacker. He's a good linebacker. One of the best in the NFL, I think. Underrated. And maybe that goes against him. You can definitely tell the story of the NFL without Demario Davis. I think that works against him. But, I mean, if you play IDP fantasy football, he's like absolutely brilliant every year just scores you points and you don't need to worry about it um eric kendricks guy considered but it's just not worked out for the last few years cj mosley but yeah. love the player so, uh, what are you gonna say mike oh just yeah the last couple of years of injury yeah, but it's, yeah he's a long way away i think he needs to have like another good a good sort of couple of years to really kick in there but it's, it's possible no, don't think it's happening. No, DPOY is probably he would need to be up there yeah. in that sort of ranking to to push mm, sure. his. Yeah, uh, you're probably right. Uh, Telvin Smith, mm, maybe, maybe not. Lorenzo Alexander, Zach Brown, these guys are all. Mm, yeah, Dante Hightower had him on. Yeah, yeah he was the next. Yeah, yeah. Alec Ogletree, Ugh, that's like mm, barrel really squish. Think so. Yeah, uh, DeAndre Levy, I think so. Um, I knew he wasn't going to get picked. And probably doesn't deserve to, but the the play probably if he was if he was a stealer we'd all be we'd all be screaming his name Vontez perfect. Oh. But obviously we can't nah. because he's the most hated man in Pittsburgh. Uh, London Fletcher, yes, yes, he, he should be closer to to sniffing in. He's a he was a tackle machine, absolutely solid, so strong, mm. uh, and called London man of my own heart. Uh, Brian okay. Cushing, oh, crazy, yeah. Just a nut job, wasn't he? Absolute nutter. Remember, remember the clip of him headbutting the guy when he had yeah. no helmet on? <laughs> yeah. Split his own yeah. head open? Yeah, yeah. Just put his head straight into the flames. Um, Gerard Mayo? Yeah. Uh, John, yeah, maybe. John Beeson? D'Amico Ryans and uh, 
yeah, James Farrow was the only other guy. Anyone else inside linebacker? The only other one I had written down was KJ Wright, but I think that's more by association than I don't know his about own. That, man. Yeah, no, I agree. It was more. Mm. It, that was kind of when I thought there was going to be four of us, and I was starting to panic that I was running out of inside linebackers that I'd even seen. Yeah. yeah. Good player. Don't get me wrong. Good player. Yeah. yeah. Got the Super Bowl as well, you see, so it's yeah. by association. Uh, I've got t- the the thickest neck in NFL history. The bikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, just again, listeners, Google them. Who's yeah. this? Takeo Spikes. Great player. Yeah. yeah. Just How if you, you look, go T A K E O, and you look at him and go, yeah, that's a linebacker. Yeah. Oh Price wow, that is that is a neck yeah. And a half, dude. <laughs> yeah, I have seen this photo before. Uh, unreal. Wow. Um, Derek Johnson, is he? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Paul, I, I mean, outside looking in, obviously, but Paul Puzlozny. Mm-hmm. And the last one I had, which is the, the unique player on the list, is that the, he's the only player mentioned who, I think, uh, yeah, who has won Super Bowl MVP. Oh. Oh. And he's the only player to win MVP on the losing side. What? Wow. Chuck Howley. <laughs> okay. Let me try, try some stats. Two picks in a fumble recovery in that Super Bowl, 1970. He's a five-time All-Pro, 1966, 1971, and a six-time Pro Bowler. And is wow. not in the Hall of Fame. What What went on there? How did a guy on the losing side win the MVP? That's what I want to Yeah, I know. I don't know how someone's got away with that. We need Rich yeah. here for this. <laughs> definitely, definitely. But yeah, those are my inside linebackers. Can I just say, I'm on um, Spikes's uh, Wikipedia page. I've gone down this rabbit hole here, <laughs> and there's a whole section of his Wikipedia where the, the sub uh, Wikipedia, sorry, where the subheading is just neck. <laughs> Spikes is recognised and known for the size and strength of his neck. He's been called the most jack linebacker in the NFL. He measures his neck at 21 inches. Wow. Ridiculous. Where is it? Personal oh. neck. <laughs> I need to see this. A body issue with twenty twelve with a focus on his neck and trapezoids. Yeah, he's up he's up there. Here's here's another player from draft coverage a couple of years ago. Clay Johnson, uh inside linebacker, went to University of Baylor. I think he signed for the Rams. He's he, uh, Google that image. He's he's in the uh the camp of Takeo Spikes. Imagine if Takeo That's a wide neck, yeah. Was was uh, genetically merged with Davis Mills. So you had the, the wide <laughs> with the long. Is that the ultimate NFL neck? <laughs> but you get into the you remember then they did this where they had the guy with the really thick neck meet the kid with the really long thin neck, remember this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just need the football version of that. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Right, cornerbacks. Mm, some dodgy names here. But the the one guy that's top of the list. That we no one picked was Joe Hayden. I was expecting oh, him to go. Wow! Did, did think about did I think about even, for D'Angelo. Yeah, didn't even think yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, some other guys. Some of these are sketchy at best. Uh, Xavier Howard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark Marcus Peters. <sighs> He's, I don't think he was old enough. Was the issue? He is. Is he? Uh, yeah. Uh, Kyle Fuller. Byron mm. Jones. These are kind of maybes. Casey Haywood. Right. He, Feels like one. AJ Bouye. Oh, wow, he's back half of his career didn't let him down. Xavier Rhodes. I, the thing about all these guys, they just none of these are, are like 
in that Darrell Revis kind of class. Here's a guy, uh, Darius Slay. Yeah, I think with the cornerbacks who are going into the Hall of Fame, you've got you've got to be just elite. You you can't have had a, a season or two that was good. You need no. to be elite for you know five plus years. And none of those guys are. Yeah, maybe no. Kay, maybe no. Casey Hayward, maybe Xavier Howard, maybe last maybe. couple of years in particular. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, Ben uh, Benedict McKinney. Jack Rabbit Jenkins, and now he he deserves consideration for the longevity of his career. I think, other than anything else, he has been a good corner for a long time. Um, Janoris Jenkins, but mm, doesn't really feel like Hall of Famer. But but this, this is a problem that we're, we're getting a bit thin. So these these are the guys that like, when we were you know looking at four of us drafting, these were the guys in contention. Malcolm Butler. I mean, that's just one play, but yeah, you know, famous play. Uh, the guy, the guy that's probably the next on the list for me was uh, DRC Dominic Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, the other guy that was interesting, that was probably the best cornerback in the NFL for like a two or three year stretch, was Josh Norman. But I don't think he's got the body of work. But no, yeah, Josh Norman was what I was going to ask about because I always thought when I think about like Richard Sherman, Patrick Peterson, because at the time frame I always think of Josh Norman, but I guess he's not really when you look at the stats. On Statistically. The same level. Like uh, things like um, you know passes, defense successfully, he was up there statistically. Like for that, for that, his peak. Mm. So uh, this is, I, think I think you can make a one, case. I think he only had like one Pro Bowl or something, though. I'm sure. Yeah, it's not, it was, not like, surprisingly. Yeah, probably like the best ever number two corner in the league. Uh, Brent Grimes, Altron Werner, that feels like a reach. Jonathan Joseph, Asante Samuel Senior, Anton Winfield Senior, and uh, I don't know Rondé Barber. You took him. So yeah, yeah. Anyone else you guys had? Uh, I will just say I think the the top ranked guy on a lot of lists that's not in the Hall of Fame ever is Lester Hayes, who was drafted in nineteen seventy seven. So I, I'm right. just shouting that out because on a lot of lists he was like the the top guy mentioned. Although apparently there's some controversy with the uh, stick it glue on his gloves or something. But ah, uh, he was he was a, a stick on glue guy. Yeah. But NFL Defensive Player of the Year, nineteen eighty. Yeah, lots of first team All Pro, nineteen eighty five, second team All Pros, five Pro Bowls, nineteen eighties All Decade team. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it's, was he the Two Lester the molester? Whoa, because of his bump and run coverage. <laughs> it's not not a nickname you get away with today. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> was he the guy that was famous for having just being covered head to toe in glue? Is that him? There's a famous um, image. I think there's an image of. Is that him? The stickum glue, like just maybe you, you couldn't. His Raiders uniform is just. Yeah, I think that that seems to to ring a bell. That, that, that would that would trend along the lines of the story I was reading today. Oh, is that someone else? No, yeah. I think it's someone else. Thirteen interceptions in 1980. Wow. It was a Raiders player. The Raiders love that stickum stuff. Yeah. Who was the Raiders guy? Uh... I think it was, you know. Was it? There's a famous picture where the Raiders, his jersey is just yellow with glue. Mm. Great podcasting as we all Google. Okay, <laughs> No, it's Fred Blicknoff, right? It's Fred Blicknoff, that's it. Blicknoff. Yeah. I'm oh, pretty yeah, sure that's the famous picture. Is that the one where it's just like orange? Yeah, I'm looking at the picture, I think. Yeah, it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, okay. So it wasn't this days, but it, it, it's similar time. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, good shout. And then last of all, safeties. Uh, Jairus Byard is on the Jairus. list. Jairus. Jairus Byard. And his namesake, Kevin Byard. Uh, Michael Hyde and Jordan Poyer. I mean, they're kind of no-name safeties, but both really good. Uh, Eddie Jackson and Harrison Smith, I thought they could go. Didn't go. Um, special Harrison teamer. Smith. Yeah, special teamer, Devin McCourty. Yeah, I have Devin gone. McCourty as well. Uh, Landon Collins, I think he was on that trajectory, but it's, it's fallen off. Uh, Reggie Nelson. Did, did someone take Cam Chancellor? You took Cam Chancellor, right? No, so? he, he. I think he's the top of the list. He's, well, he's certainly top of the list in safeties. He might be one of the highest up there's in in all the play, positions of who will be next because I took okay. it was him or Bob Sanders and I took ah, okay. Sanders. Uh, and then all I had left was uh, Glover Glover Quinn, uh, T.J. Ward, uh, Deshaun Golden, Nick Collins, Malcolm Jenkins, Jenkins, and then the ghost of Darren Sharper. Yes, yeah, have any more than that? I just threw Ryan Clark as a. Oh, that's Palmer. a good shout. Yeah, that's a good one. Didn't think of that. Um, would I take Ryan Clark? Probably wouldn't take him over Cam Chancellor. Probably wouldn't take oh, him no. over Eddie Jackson. Agreed. Probably wouldn't take him over Harrison Smith. Was he up there with Hyde and Poyer? Probably. Up there with Jai Roos. Yeah, that's a good shout. He's in the conversation. Wouldn't mm. take him over Darren Sharper, but would with the, yeah. you know, would I leave my daughter with with the... <laughs> Ryan Clark, yes. Would I leave my daughter with Darren Sharper? No. So there you go. That's some other consideration. Fair, fair assessment. Yeah. Um, Darren Woodson. Yeah. Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Super Bowls, All Pros. We, they, they were the only last two I had apart from Cam did, Chancellor that hadn't been picked. Did you mention Khan Ali? Oh, no, I mentioned him when we did it. No. No. Didn't. I don't know Sorry. what the feeling is with him again before my time, but he was kind of, he had a lot of the stats to do. He was Hall of Fame All 90s team. Yeah. Five-time Pro Bowl, uh, one All-Pro. Yeah, we needed uh, Dave just to take all the Steelers guys. He kind of of fell in an awkward in-between stage between the two kind of good Steelers teams. Mm. Yeah. All right, cool. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah. Oh, we've made a full episode out of that. Two episodes, in fact. Yeah. This is a nice little off-season activity. Good thinking, Gav. Thanks. Obviously, we can't do it again because it's done. Unless, yeah. unless we can do it next year and draft TJ Watt first. But, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, maybe not a repeatable idea, but we did that last year with the Bowling Ball Hall of Fame. We can come up with a few things each yeah. year like this. Yeah. yeah. Nice to have uh, unique fine. stuff. we got we got no Dave, so uh, do we have anything else to talk about? I don't know. I don't know we usually ref- just defer Reflect. to film talk, but yeah. is, um, do we want to avoid that? Do we want to get back to politics? Or? Well, maybe not. I mean, let's just seems say... Like the, it seems like the thing to do. I mean... Uh, if 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 you had to pick, I mean the problem is right. It's going to be like, uh, who is picking the next prime minister? It's like how how many conservative party members there are. Like, well, first of all, the, you have to whittle it down to two people, and then it comes down to how how I don't know how many people are in the Tory party. Twenty thousand people or something. They're they're picking the next prime minister. Same problem we have with Boris. Johnson. They picked Boris Johnson originally, didn't they? The ease with which you've managed to slip into a political rant is. Uh, fantastic, uh, and if Boris we were Jason. making if we were making any headways in the US, we've lost them. Yeah, oh no, they might be slow. 
highly interested. I remember when we had Nick, aka Yin's Nation Sport, and he wanted, all he wanted to talk about was Boris Johnson. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So maybe not. Um, the intricacies of our constitution are understood by very few people. But unfortunately, yeah. Boris Johnson's one of them. So He's taking advantage of it. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so uh, let's put our cards on the table. Oh, if God. you could pick the next... I want to keep my it cards. Has to, it has to be... has to be. No, you can't keep your cards. has to be one <laughs> of the Tories, right? Because oh. obviously we have to go... They have to have a leader who will become prime minister who will then take you into an extra election and, uh, election and perhaps there's a different, you know, Labour or someone else could come in. But let's say the next prime minister will be a Conservative. Who 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 are you picking? Who do, who do you want or who do you think it would be? Uh, I don't know. Who did Bookie say? Bookies are all over uh, Morden and uh, Richie, aren't they? Richie Sunak. I don't want... Who's, who's looking... Morden? Penny Morden. I have no idea who that Minister is. Minister of State for Trade Policy, first female defence oh, that, secretary. That, that's working out so well. I couldn't tell you who that is, though. I've got to be honest. No. I think um, she's a serious politician. I think I think the country is is crying out for a serious, boring politician. Yes, I after agree. this wild yeah. ride of lies and bluster that we've had. I don't want Rishi. I think he's just frankly full of shit. I don't Ooh, want Liz Truss. Strong views. Why is that extrapolate? He, on that? No, I don't need to extrapolate. I just. I think he's full of bluster. I, I, I don't I think remember he's... you. You were very keen to eat out to help out. Whoa, I was all in on eat out to help out, but I'm not crediting Rishi with that. That was that was his idea. Well, all right, fine. As much as he stood out and you know in the front with the briefcase and told everyone it was his idea. Says who? That was some aide. Some aide came up with that well, idea. You could say that about anything. <laughs> Brexit was some aide's idea. Like, and also, can, can I just one. say I liked the uh, eat out to help out thing because I got cheap food. It was not a good economic policy, nor was it a good health policy. <laughs> so, not really relevant. Was it not a good economic policy? Not as far as I understand. Did it not help no. restaurants? No, not really. <laughs> I think it, I think it just hindered everyone, to be honest. Um, I'm sure it helped coronavirus, but did it not help like your local Byron Burger? I truly don't know. <laughs> um, I don't think Sajidjavi can string two sentences together. Um, if you listen to him talk, he he just doesn't sound confident in anything that he says. Who? Um, Javid. All right. Is what, how did I say it? I didn't know. Sajid Javid. Sajid Javid. Um, <laughs> Jeremy Hunt. Irony. I can't stand. Who? Jeremy, Jeremy Hunt. Jeremy Hunt. Um, so, I mean, I've just gone through like the, the literal list of all the top <laughs> candidates and I hate them all. So what do you want me to say? Well, yeah. Okay. But what about um, this guy that's been made chancellor is pretty decent. Nadim Zawari, whatever that's called. Hasn't he turned around and... Uh, said that he's going to resign because of Boris within 24 hours of being... <laughs> yeah, you gave me the best job I've ever had, and now I hate you. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah let's go with him. 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 I've never seen him before in my life, but let's go with him. No, he was... He, you know, like, everyone, all the Tories are claiming that they did so well with the vaccine. He was actually responsible for the vaccine. So he's the, girl, he's the guy. He was vaccines minister. Oh, for God's sake. So, I think know, you Boris give too is, much credit to these morons that just get assigned yeah, stupid you, ministerial you, jobs. There are more, there's definitely morons in this Tory government. And yep. He's not one of them. He's a clever, switched-on dude. All right, fair Trust enough. me. He's he's a good guy. So he, he he's out there. The other one, the other one's Ben Wallace, the defence guy. He seems pretty pretty serious. But um, okay, getting in the weeds here. Sadly, I'm just not a good. Um... I'm not a good guy to have a political conversation with anymore, at least in the UK, because I just stopped paying attention to it a few years ago because it depressed me. 
So yeah, I thought um, you were up there. I yeah, thought this was going to ignite I'm, the fire under. Yeah, sorry. If it was American politics, I'd be a bit more in tune because I still pay attention a bit. But British politics, I just it got to the point where it was just so depressing that I stopped. Um, What's happened with uh, American politics? I mean, this latest case where another under twenty-one year old has taken a high-power rifle and killed loads of people. I mean, has this doubled down? Has this changed any minds, or is it just a it never does, business does it? as usual? Uh, I struggle with this one because, you know, this is close to home with all the the football stuff, right? Um, I feel like we see a lot of this, but I don't know. They're not ready to change. They don't want to change. It's not... I don't know. It... No, I, I agree with you. The ship has set sail. How do you stop it? How do you stop this train? Well, I think there's, there's room for manoeuvre on age limits and velocity of firepower that you could restrict... Yeah. Then you're not infringing anyone's rights to bear arms. But and not everyone their does. As soon as you touch something, and... no, they see it as a very slippery slope, yeah. don't they? It's... Yeah, they, they, I think we're on the same wavelength. So as soon as soon as you bring up the point of some restriction, that's. But there are restrictions. I think it's just so hard to have a sensible conversation about you know this Roe versus Wade, anything emotive like this. It's so yeah. hard to have a sensitive, uh, sorry, a sensible com- conversation about this in America because things are so explosive right now. Just just mm. the landscape of American politics right now is just extreme and, and and to try and have any conversation about this kind of stuff just leads to the extremes. I uh it's it's one of the reasons why I came off Facebook about eighteen months ago. I, yeah. I put some I put something up, a very comical statement about the uh riots at the Capitol and I had some American family members Attempt attempt to grill me a new one. Um, <laughs> oh no! Yeah, you you know when you go that that sentence doesn't make sense. That your 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 argument is illogical, but there's nothing I can do about that. Yeah, yeah we 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 had a little bit of that. So um, don't speak to them very often. I'm sure they're not listening. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, actually, I can tell you I tell you a funny story. You know, you guys have obviously been to the states. Polit- discussing politics can be a little bit of a taboo. Mm. You know, maybe don't you know don't. And we were picking up some of my family who aren't the ones I was just referring to, who were coming over here for our wedding five years ago. And I said to my father-in-law, just do me a favor, politics, America. So, so we're, we're August 2017. So yeah. what, Trump's been in six months, something yeah. like that? Fresh yeah. Trump. So I said, look, American politics, touchy. I, I, don't, I don't know what, what side they are. Let's just leave it there. They've never been to the UK before. They weren't on the UK soil for nine seconds. And my father-in-law <laughs> goes, that Trump fella's a bit interesting. Did you vote for him? <laughs> uh, Love it. He had to just, know, mate. Just, he had to know. He, he, he was desperate to know. He was desperate. <laughs> these, poor, these, four, these poor guys have just flown with a three-month-old from oh. Pittsburgh to Philadelphia to Dublin to Birmingham. And the first question they got asked on landing on UK soil is about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> They just wanted they, to go to sleep. What did they answer? I have no idea. Oh. <laughs> I, I I know that I know their stance, and it it wasn't in support. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, that 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 did make me laugh. <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's it's emotive everywhere, isn't it? Yeah, it just feels more and more. It it, I I mean, it is worrying in a sense because Gavin, I know, and you're probably picking up on this now, like because maybe we haven't spoke a lot about politics in the last year or so. But I am so much more switched off to it than I was a couple of years ago. I mean, if you if you went five years ago, 
politics was literally my, my whole jam, you know? Um, yeah. I was totally I'm... on it. I, in fact, I wanted to be an MP when I was a kid. Other people wanted to be footballers, dude. But and I obviously, I, you know, I did politics at uni and stuff, but I, I don't know. I just think it got to the point where stuff was just, it was just constant getting worse and worse. And I think there's just become a point where I just, like I was joking about earlier, just disassociated and just was like, I'm not, you know, this stuff is the reality, but I don't need to live in this reality, you know? So I'm what's just, happened? I don't know that it's one thing. I just think it's just the constant doom and gloom of everything. Are you disillusioned with... Disillusioned uh, maybe is the answer. Uh, yes. uh, 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 Boris, a Boris-led government that you just can't believe a word. Yeah, I mean, I well, never would ever, never have. And, and But not only that, I think also maybe my inability to find a kind of political side these days i, I kind of homeless, drifted away politically from, homeless yeah i mean i kind of drifted away from labor because they no longer felt like they represented anything that i wanted uh, I, I like the green party in 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 thought but then every time i try and vote them into york council they do nothing but screw me over um so it's tough <laughs> not feeling overly represented right no now. not at all <laughs> so this what is uh what is york what does Who's your uh, MP? We, so Inner, which is where I am, as a Labour MP, um, who I do. To be fair, I do actually like um, whose name? No, it's, uh, Rachel Maskell. Um, she's one of the good ones. But um, Outer is is heavily Tory because it's all just country. Um, yeah, it's just uh, known as Inner and Outer. Yeah, York Inner, York Outer, or maybe York Central is the actual term. Not like Inner <laughs> Inny Outy. Yeah, <laughs> belly that's what I'm but it is York Outer. Yeah. It's, ju- it's just a circle around York, basically. You're an idiot. The uh, our, our, our MP is the one who got into got did the rounds on the telly because he was he was the one who said that he knows of plenty of nurses who were on the lash on their breaks in the <laughs> hospitals. You know the guy that sort of looks like um, uh, Boris Johnson's slightly oh, weird half. No. Oh, Michael Fabrican. Yeah, he's oh, he's MP. the worst. Uh, uh, yeah, he blocked me on Twitter. He's a joke. <laughs> He's an actual meme. Uh, I think I called him a tool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. It's a fair description. Who's yeah. yours, Gav? Uh, Tulip Sadiq, who um, was famous for being like ready to pop pregnant at the time of the, the one of the Brexit meaningful votes, and they like stretched her into the Commons to vote just because like her vote could have tipped the balance. Um, not been that useful, I've got to say. I think she's popular in the Labour Party, but in terms of being a sort of my area MP, not that happy with her. Needs to. We had Glinda Jackson before, who was great, who um, is you know really sort of a big beast of the Labour Party. But Tulip's been a bit mm, not sure about her. She doesn't really respond. I've emailed her a couple of times, hasn't got back to me. The borough feels like it's gone to to do do like the rest of the country but i don't know maybe maybe i'm putting too much on her and not enough on the tories but yeah i feel like i I want more from my mp she's not really doing it for me fair enough it's uh that is crazy i remember back to when i was like 60 i tell you a story about when i went around to my mp's house when i was like a kid no i must have told you (laughs) yeah that sounded iffy didn't it no when i was um 16 my mp uh david crosby the uh he, he was from like 90 the late 90s until he was there for ages, like 25 years. Um, and he was just holding a soiree for Labour Party members, so I showed up. Uh, I was only 16 at the time, but, you know, hugely eager back then. Uh, fresh junior face. member? Yeah. No, no, I wasn't a junior member. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> Full-on <laughs> member. Full-time member at 16. Hey, I attended, I, I, I attended ward meetings every week, dude. I was committed. 
No way. Um, it was literally just me, a 16-year-old, uh, one woman who was like in her mid-30s who was a local councillor called Kate, and then like eight 80-plus-year-olds, and we all met up every week. Um, no way. This 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 requires more of a <laughs> I swear to God, this is true for like two years. How did this happen? Uh, How long are we on the pod? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we should maybe we should save this for for another. No, but uh, wait a second. So there's a 16 year old side that goes. I'm going to join. I'm not going to join twin. a junior. I'm not going to pay my five pounds and be a junior. How much was the full no, I membership? Think, I don't think the membership is any different. It's just like they don't send you a junior membership and a regular membership. Or maybe they do if you're under 16. Slightly smaller. Know. No, surely it's more pricey to be a full yeah, member. Yeah, I think it's more pricey, but there's no change in like membership. It's just a change in how much they charge for membership. That's what I'm saying. But you opted to pay the full price. Oh no, I was I, no, I would have paid whatever the price was for my like whatever I was. Okay, uh, and uh, I don't know, a student. I'm guessing there was that you know no other cool kids hanging around. The Sadly, not party. no, not a single one. There was a couple, like maybe slightly young, like twenties odd people in the hall of Bolton that, that went to these things, the the wider things. But because I, I also had a, a strange childhood Labour Party experience in that my dad was a me- member in my local town, and we used to like deliver the local paper. I just remember going. This was like deep in the Thatcher years. I just remember going to this weird basement where they had like stacks of posters and like badly printed newspapers and we would go down there and collect all the newspapers and flyers and leaflets and then go up and go and hit letterboxes and you know you have a range of like getting sworn at getting chased away by dogs or getting thumbs up getting clapped in you know being 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 sent into weird places as the kid with a labor poster very strange experience you know it sounds like we had a similar time yeah maybe i went around delivering uh christmas cards all around the place it took me hours Walking around delivering mm. Ward Christmas cards. Um, but long story short, though, just to cut to what I was talking about, I went round to our MP's house. I was only like sixteen. He like offered me like a, an alcoholic beverage. I think just assuming that I, which I always look back on and think, like, was it Chris Pincher? No, no. Oh, who's that? He's the guy that's written himself into the history books. Oh, what's this? Mm-hmm. He's 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 the uh, sexual molester that's brought down the government. Oh right. John- oh sorry. Johnson okay. government. No, it was not him. Um, who knew? Who knew that cock fondling would get you a place in <laughs> in, in eternity? Right, it did. It did with Pincher. <laughs> One know, of the more high-profile ones. He's near here. He's Tamworth, isn't he? He's only down the road. Oh, is he? Yeah, I've got Pincher on one side, Fabric Hand on the left. Here I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, and I'll help. Being the uh, the young sort of upstanding gentleman that I was, I, I turned down his alcoholic beverage and uh, took a lemonade. But I, I remember just sitting there all night, right? And he was like going into it was like kind of like a little soiree. I don't know what it was. There was maybe like, but it was like small enough that you could have a conversation with everybody who was there. So he, he, I remember him sitting there on his on his living room couch, and he was just like regaling everyone with stories of like what was going on in the back rooms of Parliament the day that they were voting about the Iraq War and all this stuff. And I was just like proper, like this is like the most fascinating thing that I've ever seen. And uh, just to go from that to where we are now, sad, sad. This, con- this, you see, this concerns me. Mm. Is that the the people that are walking the corridors of power are in their spare time entertaining a small front room of eighty year olds <laughs> and bizarre sixteen year olds, <laughs> impressing them with stories of people they've met offering and things they've done. Yeah, offering Andre's drinking. <laughs> But yeah, it's a very small slice of society, and, and, and these 
is, do we need to do like a normal, a norm ski takeover where normal people get involved in politics? And just I, I do feel like we do. Yeah, I really do. Like the influence. normal revolution. Yeah, rather than these like Jackie Weaver and, and people <laughs> that are involved in these like Paris the, councils. Do you know what it is? Politics has Read become so. <laughs> he just wanted that drop, didn't he? Politics has become so bureaucratic that only weirdos get into it now. Right. And that, by definition, impacts the way that things are done. Because yeah, weirdos people and, won't be involved. Weirdos and rich people that can afford to do the job. Because you need to, to be yeah, an MP. Yes, you've got exactly. you need at least yeah. 20 to 25 grand, right? You need to just like burn to, to try and stand for election. To, to get anywhere near like having the kind of campaign. It's like in America. You, know, you need like 100 grand plus yeah. to, to get anywhere near being an American politician. So immediate barrier to entry. So you get rich dudes and you get people that are just psychopaths. So we need to change the system, but I'm, I'm not sure what with. Yeah, I think that's more or less the conclusion I came to, Gav. And uh, I instead decided I couldn't do anything about it and gave up. And uh, no. focused on hedonism and my own enjoyment instead. Yeah. And they've, they've since failed thoroughly at that as well. AKA getting high and watching football. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> ah, the downward spiral of existentialism continues on this show. Yeah. Um, well, we started there. Let's finish it. <laughs> uh, anything else to say? Are we ready to wrap it up? No. I hope um, Dave's kids are better. Dave, Dave, every week is is going to be back, and then a new woe befalls him. So yeah. ho- hopefully, no woes, no further woes. Recoveries in the heart household, no yeah. sciatica, no broken vans, no no savage work gardening injuries. Uh, peace and love, Dave. Hope yep. you well. Yeah. If if it's any consolation, Dave, there's a politician in London who's having a slightly worse day than you, <laughs> and he's sticking it through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's making his podcast. <laughs> I didn't say that, Dave. <sighs> okay. Um, well, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Don't know what we're doing. We'll figure it out. Oh no, wait, we do. No, we do know what we're, we do doing. What we're yeah. doing. Yeah. We do you want to give a, Do you want to give a teaser? The big, big one fifty. I know. Yeah. It's a big one fifty. Yeah, to celebrate that, we've got my buddy Ran, who's a, who is just like a an overall NFL head, but not necessarily a Steelers fan. Although he listens to this show, so I think I think we can convert him. So hmm. the secret plan is to try and convert him to be a Steelers fan. Uh, if he's listening, it'll be an interesting test to see if he hears this deep yeah. after our political rant. But I think he's also got a quiz for us and some. Oh. He's a big, he's a big conspiracy NFL conspiracy guy. Oh, so I, I think it. he's he's always got some things up his sleeve. Like we do, we just you know we just chat shit about the NFL. How long has he been on the football sauce? Uh, quite a while. He's but he's 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 an interesting cat. He, he he's really big on like coaches and schemes oh. and like. Like overall kind of macro view, oh, wow. um, rather than you know down and distance. He's more he's more like grand strategy. So uh, oh, yeah, we'll see. Why you, I can show. see why you get on. He's not, he's not into the vibe scouting, is he not? No, no, not a vibe guy. Much more <laughs> of a uh, you know cerebral thinking man's guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, more of a like coaches and scheme and dressing room dynamics right. kind of guy. Mm. So we'll see. We'll see. He, like he'll it. have some interesting stuff for us. Definitely. Cool. Sounds interesting. Nice. Um, cool well we'll see you next week follow the show at UK Steelers Pod follow me at Cyro this follow Gav at GM Boom Up and if Mike thinks after a week off I'm going to remember his Twitter handle he's got another <laughs> thing coming uh, Mike to... underscore JF1 
There you go. Oh, I did it. I didn't even yeah, look it up it. that time. Amazing. Now it. Now the music that we're playing out here. <laughs> do we need to remember what that is? No, we Was can just reference? happily left it. And <laughs> well, you can cut it off. You can okay. cut it off after uh, before I interrupt. But then you. no but one says it. "Go Steelers." Enjoy this. Go Steelers. <laughs> That's only in the morning. He supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody and so that's like a alarm clock. You know what I'm saying? Then you got the flows. They didn't trip off the flow masters. They decoration, man. Just the decoration. That's it. That's all, man. Recollate. It's nowhere f***ing here. Zero. Recollate. Dog. All talk shit about you now. now. Absolutely nothing.